Ladies and gentlemen, Legionnaires, welcome to another fun-filled adventure of the Legion of Myth. Heathen Dog here. Today on the RPG Digest, we're going to talk about a couple of things. We're going to talk about, oh, I don't know, organic character creation versus min-max. Which is better? Which is more fun to play? We're going to find out. And on segment two, since the new Dune RPG is coming out, why don't we talk about our favorite tabletop role-playing games that are based on established intellectual property? Dune, Conan, Star Trek, Star Wars, Star, you know, stuff like that. We're going to talk about that. All right. First, I'm going to introduce our new co-host for today. It's Sauce Mouse. And Sauce Mouse, for some reason, is not yet here. That's great. But we are going to take a look at his Twitch page because he is a Twitch streamer. And if we look right here, yeah, there it is. <laughs> I, I'm here. Oh, there he is. There he is. We're, we're taking a look at your stream right now. You know, showing everyone. Just for some reason, for some reason, there's no sound coming out of StreamYards. No one can hear anything? Well, I'm sure they can. I, I can hear it through the Twitch stream that's running right now. I just couldn't hear anything through uh, uh, StreamYard. Okay, Crafty is here. Which is weird because it was working. Yeah, uh, Crafty's here and uh, Max Leao's here. So he'll be able to tell us if uh, if we have any sound coming out. But uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm glad you can hear me now. I can hear you. Everything's fine. Everything's good. But uh, we're taking a look at... Uh, <laughs> you're on the air turn down your radio <laughs> oh he dropped out again he's trying to get his audio fixed up we had a good going on for a second now it's bad but uh so this is his uh twitch stream he no longer streams monday and thursday he hasn't changed us yet i believe it is wednesday and saturday yeah i've been a bit a little behind the ball on that one right <laughs> wednesday right. and saturday though yeah wednesday and saturday is it still a 6 p.m uh, pacific standard 6 p.m pacific for uh wednesday 10 a.m for saturday Oh, that's right. Your brunch stream. That's right. Yep. Brunch. Now, mostly you stream uh horror type horror genre games. Typically, mostly. yeah. I'll do I'll do things that are uh narrative-based horror games or that have some right. kind of horror bent to them that aren't just jump scares. Exactly right. But uh on your Saturday streams, you obviously mix it up because last time was uh Ooblets. Ooblets, yeah. Now I, yeah. I, got a, I got a wild hair up my ass, and I'm like, you know what? It'd be really fun is to have some dance battles on a Sunday morning while I drink uh, drink some Bloody Marys. So Ooblets was just kind of the go-to. 
There you are. And uh, of course, we have Dead by Daylight, Blasphemous, uh, Bullets Per Minute. And of course, uh, during your Saturday stream, you, you play uh, Marbles and uh, what's that? Uh, oh, what's uh, that? St Stream Raiders. Yeah, I, li I like stream doing Raiders. a lot of stuff that uh, that encourages viewer engagement that I can do right. kind of passively. And, and, and Marbles and Stream Raiders were great for that. Yeah, they are. They are indeed. And uh, the fact that you only have 132 followers is just upsetting me. It, it's it's uh, it's not understandable. I don't I don't get it because uh, you are you are a quality streamer and uh, you you deserve much more than this, much more than me. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. I mean, I could go off on on you know Twitch discoverability things, but you know, it's, it's the stream game. You know, there's a bunch of us out there, but I, I appreciate the you know positive reinforcement. There you go. Oh, and uh, Max, who's using the Legion Mitch channel right now, says uh, use your shout out on Discord. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Exclamation point! So sauce mouse, you so yeah, everyone can see it. And thank you, Crafty, for the twenty five dollars. Appreciate it. Outstanding. Plus the voice. The voice should have gotten you at least ten thousand followers. Yeah, you, uh, you, you should do just chatting ASMR. You make bank. You make bank. I mean, Get you would real close not to have fun. Just start whispering to everybody. There you Hello. go. Crafty Matt Craft, how are you today? <laughs> oh, don't try. You will, you will go toe to toe with you on radio voice. Oh, <laughs> this will be fun. No, I mean, I, I could do all kinds of weird crap if I wanted to. I don't know. I, I, got, I mean, I got into it with you guys playing Dead by Daylight back in the day, and yeah, I just kind of rolled from there and I just have fun with it. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, to, like, like, like I said, uh, today we're what we're going to talk about, but uh, first we're going to take a look at uh, our social media stuff on the left side of your screen you see all of our social media stuff uh discord if you want to talk to us engage with us ask us questions uh join our community discord's the way to go use this link if you find another link don't use that one use this one and of course all of our stuff also goes on minds and if you want to if you find something on twitter about the tabletop role-playing game hobby or really anime too that's fine I'll, I'll 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 take the anime stuff. Go ahead and uh, uh, tell us uh, what's going on on Twitter because I hate I hate Twitter, but I like I like yelling about stuff and Max loves yelling about stuff. So tell us what's going on on Twitter and we'll talk about it. And of course, uh, uh, you want to back us with Subscribestar or with Redbubble to buy stuff like this uh, this tapestry right here. Or I don't know if this shirt is still. This is the old version with my my heathen dog logo on it, but there are, there are, uh, shirts, mugs, masks, uh, blankets, shower curtains, buttons, pins, stickers, a whole thing. It's a thing. Do, do the thing. And then of course, on the right side is, uh, all the, are all, is all the places where you can find our videos. This is a live stream. Obviously you can find it on Twitch, find it on YouTube, but we're going to segment it out throughout the week. So then you'll be able to watch just the segment you want to watch on YouTube, Library Odyssey, and maybe even Legion Myth TV. How about that? And of course, we have what is the RPG Digest. It is conversations about the tabletop RPG hobby, truthful but opinionated. But heathen dog, truthful and opinion don't mix. Well, no, they do. We give you facts and then our opinion, the conclusion we have drawn taking those facts into account. That's how you do it. An informed electorate is what I like to call all of you viewers. That's right. 
It's information you need to hear, not what you want to hear. I want to hear everything. You need to hear everything. This isn't going to be an echo chamber. If you vehemently disagree with me, get in chat and vehemently disagree with me. And in segment three, come on the stream and vehemently disagree with me. We will have a conversation. We may even have an argument, but no one's going to yell because we're adults. Well, you should be adults. If you're under 13, you really shouldn't be watching the stream. So don't do that. I mean, TOS guidelines and all, right? Exactly, right? So that, that's the way it should be. And of course, saying that, we got to go to RPGate. Hashtag RPGate. This is what we believe the role-playing, tabletop role-playing hobby should be. Escapism, not representation. You play a game to have fun. You play a game, you're playing somebody else. Why do you want to bring real world nonsense into a fantasy setting? It doesn't make sense. It makes a bad time for everyone. Stop it. And that leads to our second point, entertainment over activism. Activism is a cause. Causes are work. Entertainment is fun. Stop mixing the two. And that leads us to our organic diversity from natural inclusion. This means that you do not need to have everyone represented at your tabletop game. You need to have people who want to play with you and you can get to play with you. And if you live in an area where there are only Latino people, then guess what? Hola. That's what your table is going to be. Don't feel bad about it. Don't let anyone else make you feel bad about it. It's fine. And of course, our disclaimer, all opinions and comments belong to the individual speaker, do not represent Legion Myth organization. Hyperbole, satire, stereotypes, generalizations, and assumptions are often unintentionally used for simplicity and or effect. This content is not meant for children under the age of 13. I mean, there's no boobies here, but we're, we're adults. We're going to talk about adult stuff. And that's how it goes. All right, so let's take a look at the comments for a second. Uh, Matt says, uh, listener poll, would you want to see more uh, RPG DG's new host, Crafty and Sauce Mouse? You son of a bitch. <laughs> we'll just we'll just read it from script, though. We'll make it easy that way. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> we'll just, we, we can, I mean, I don't, I don't mind being, you know, a talking head if I'm well paid and at least compensated with a decent cup of coffee and maybe a, maybe a donut or something. There you go. No, no, donut. Come on, Danish. We're high class here. I'll go the fritter route. Fritter. Oh my God, I'd kill for an apple fritter. I don't know. That's that. Maybe maybe that's the West Coast in me that was going for the for the fritter over the Danish. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, uh, Mar Hawkman says Konichiwa Heathen Dog San. Well, thank you, Mar Hawkman. That's that's cultural appropriation. No, doesn't exist in America. It's a melting it's a melting pot. Damn it. That's why I could say hola and no one could say anything because, you know, that's the way it is. All right, Sauce Mouse, uh, we, we've talked about your channel. Now uh, give us a minute and uh, tell us about your week. You know, what's what's been going on with you? But you really want to know what's going on in my in my week? Dude, I've been on I've been on work from home quarantine for over a year now, dude. My weeks are just blending into each other. Let me tell you, this is the longest Monday of all the Mondays in the goddamn world, okay? I don't even know what day it is anymore. And the fact that I'm sitting here today with enough mental coherence and cognizance to hold a conversation is frankly astounding. Yeah, my week was all right. Thanks for asking. 
Oh, good. That's great. That's awesome. Good morning, Indigo Dragon. Lost Ogre. Uh, stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason. I'm deciding whether I want to touch that or not. There was a movie with with uh, George Clooney. Up in the air, I think it was called. He was a he he was a he was part of a company that travels around the the uh, country, uh, firing people. Companies hire him to fire people. And uh, he said that uh, uh, stereotypes are useful in the fact that they make life easier. You know, uh, when you're traveling in, in an airport, do not choose the uh, the line for the metal detector behind all the old people. They have hundreds of pounds of hidden metal. It's going to slow you down. Choose the line behind the Asian people. They have slip-off shoes and they're very efficient. They will get through that line really quickly. Those kind of stereotypes that enhance your life and bring degradation to no one. I'm fine with that. That's fine. Just fine. All right. So what happened to my, my week? I got the uh, Johnson and Johnson uh, COVID shot on Wednesday. How's your yes, arm Wednesday doing? For the next 56 hours about, I was worthless. I had every symptom that they said you could have that were listed under common and uncommon. I had over 101 degree fever. Every muscle in my body hurt. My shins hurt. I didn't know that was possible. Like it's mostly just bone, but it hurt. Chills, nausea, sweating. It was, it was, it was, I was worthless for over two days. And then I finally, you know, just a, a day or two ago, I finally came out of it. But man, that was rough. That was rough. That sounds pretty bad, to be honest. It, I mean, it was I, not great. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's the that's the one and done one, right? The Johnson? Yes, that's the one yeah. and done. I'm done. As of uh, April 21st, I will be considered protected. Nice. But uh, people who've gotten the, the Pfizer and the Moderma one, they uh, they've had they've had a mixed bag. Like the first shot, like my, my mother in law, uh, she got the first shot, eh, barely anything, eh, little pain here, nothing. Second shot, later out. She wasn't, she didn't have the the, the fever, chills, and aches, but she had just chronic fatigue for about a but day and a half. That's not making me look forward. I I had the the first of the Pfizer shots. Yeah. Uh, just about two weeks ago now. So my, my second one is next Saturday. The first one, not a day. I mean, pinprick go on with my day, not a dang thing. Right. But it's that second one, that second one, for whatever reason, lays you out or it doesn't. And it's like, it's like a 50, 50, like it yeah. hits you or it doesn't. And I don't know which way it's going to go. Yeah. The, the science behind it is, is the, is the same as the science of allergies, you know, like, uh, the, the first time you're exposed to something, your body becomes sensitized to it. The second time you're exposed, it reacts. Yep. Yep. So yeah i'm start. not looking forward to that i mean next 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 saturday it's it's my 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 appointment is literally right before my normal stream time would start so next saturday might be a really interesting experience for everybody <laughs> you could you could watch sauce mouse degrade on stream just, just, just slowly over time go from like hyped up and energy and doing all kinds of fun stuff to like fuck this guys i feel like complete ass <laughs> i need some meth <laughs> and i want to i want to keep going and doing stuff but honestly right now all i want to do is like lay down in a bed and put a vice over my head yep there, uh, be, be a, says, a fun the, time 
Oh yeah, they're gonna be great. Crafty says the first shot gave him a crippling headache almost right away. Ooh, and Man, that is one of the, side the worst, dude. Yeah, that is one of the side effects that I, I had that too. I had a I had a headache for about half of those fifty six hours. I had a constant headache. I was taking uh, the maximum dosage of ibuprofen and aspirin every every day, and uh, it would it wouldn't the headache wouldn't go away. It would just become tolerable until the medication wore off and then it would become, Oh God, Oh God, where's the, where's a railroad spike? I need that thing. Uh, Indigo says, uh, uh, that's what happens when uh, you add human made chemicals to your body. Bad things happen. Indigo dragon. Look at you. Dude, I mean, he's, he's not wrong. I mean, I, I know what happens when I, when I eat Taco Bell or something, right? Bad fucking things happen. Sometimes, yeah, okay. I mean, you, you eat you eat some random stuff. Your body's going to react most of the time. For me, at least, it 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 reacts in a certain way that that I'm not going to go into here for 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 <laughs> reasons. But uh, but yeah, yeah, no. Um, good way to have a personal cleanse, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I there it is. Damn. I mean, I, I've also heard stories about uh, people going to uh, um, Eastern Asia where they don't eat a lot of red meat. They eat, you know, fish and and uh stuff like that and uh um i've heard people come back saying for a while people said i smelled bad just no matter what cologne i wore no matter what deodorant i wore they said i smelled weird it's because they could smell the meat in your body and after a couple of weeks of eating the local cuisine they said i stopped smelling bad i mean that doesn't surprise me too much you get the same thing like the, uh, the probably the closest u.s based equivalent would be like somebody that uses a crap ton of garlic in something yeah or works in you italian restaurant, that right? garlic out. you just yeah. it just it goes through your pores and and that's completely understandable the you know the other thing too is like what spices are being used are you using you know curry. uh pepper or are you using like curry are you using right. american chili powder or are you using powdered chilies right like all kinds of different stuff can do that and and it's whatever your body's acclimated to that's true that's true all right it, oh, it sounds like taco bell is uh, cheaper than those colonic spas. Yeah, it depends on what you get. I mean, uh, if you if you get that uh, that uh, bean burrito ten pack, I don't know, man. You can you might be having fun for that. Man, there there was a day I could go through a bean burrito ten pack. Not so much anymore. Am I Del Taco West Coast? Yes. I well, sort of. Um, s- sort of. Uh, where 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 my family lives, not where I live. Where my family lives, there is a Del Taco in town. And let me tell you, I, one thing I miss: they used to have these these big fat burritos and big fat yeah. tacos. Those things were damn amazing. And last time I went there, they removed them from the menu, and I was honestly pissed off. <laughs> it, like that was the one thing that made them made them slightly better than going to just a different taco joint was their big fat tacos. Oh, lost ogre miss Mrs. Del Taco. Yeah, I, 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 here I'm, I'm, I, I live in kind of a like a, a a very rural area right now. So the fact that we even have a Taco Bell is slightly astounding. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean we don't have a lot of chains. We have a lot of little local local spots and stuff. Sure, but not a lot of chains where I'm at. Well, so, sometimes the local spot is better. I mean, I mean, it, you you see it at movies where you're going down a deserted highway and there's this place called Eat at Joe's. Oh, dude, I like every town I go to, I used to travel a lot more than I do now, but everywhere I went, I would always find whatever the local greasy spoon was. 
You know, I, I want something called like fat somebody's or greasy somebody. You know, I, I, it's got to have some kind of nominative that just tells you that the person yeah. that ran that place originally was some disgusting, <laughs> heaping flesh bag of a person <laughs> that just made food that you could feed you for like three weeks, but it was only five bucks a plate. Like that's the kind of place I want to go to where you walk in there and you're not sure if it would actually pass a health inspection, but you're kind right. of glad that it might not because you know, there's like three decades of flavor on the walls. And if you didn't have that, the food would actually taste like something. <laughs> Shirley's old fashioned shake and bake. Rum around seven. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's go ahead and get into what we're going to get into here today, and that is this. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are going to talk about the difference between organic character creation and creation using min-max. Now, when I say organic, I mean uh, we're going to use a simplified uh, uh, life path generator where uh, we start off as a kid and then end up as an adult ready to play the character. And for the min-max, the player, which is gonna be Sauce Mouse in both cases, is going to be able to choose everything. Reroll, in the beginning you can reroll stats, move stats around, I'm talking min-max, you're hard out. Keep it all going. That's what we're gonna do today. So. Let's go ahead and do that. And to do that, we are going to stop sharing that screen and we're going to start sharing. No, no, go ahead. Share, share that screen. Oh, no, I, I got to share the character generator first. Bam. There it is. <laughs> there's our, there's our character. We're going to use Call of Cthulhu fifth edition because that's the book I have and it's my favorite edition. So that's what I'm going to use. And this, this character generator is, uh, is very, very customizable. So I'm able to edit rolls if I want to. I'm able to re-roll anything, you know, move stuff around. 14 education, I don't want to be that smart. I would rather be faster. Bam, there you go. There it is, faster. Whatever, okay? That's what we're going to do. So I'm going to go back. Can't go back, I cancel. All right, so first we're going to do the organic character generation. All right, and to do that, I have a dice roller here that I will show intermittently on the screen. Is, is this the same dice roller we used when we, when we did the, uh, the Call of it Cthulhu? It is the same dice roller that we used when, uh, when we did the Call of Cthulhu. Yes. I, I can't remember. Did that have like a pleasing dice roll sound to it or was it, it did quiet? Not, I, I had to pay the, I would have to have pen, paid uh, five bucks to get the dice roller to work uh, on StreamYard. It, the, the dice roller sound works on my phone, which, <laughs> which it's located i could put it up to the mic if you want to but you know that's that's a that's a weird paywall it, it, it is right anywhere else you gotta pay money I'm like all right fine whatever that's like we're gonna give you we're gonna give you all the numbers of the dice except for six you don't get six unless you pay us another ten dollars there it is <laughs> all right so we are going to start off with organic generation now what we're going to do is we are going to start out with just your basic stats. You're not going to be able to move them. Boom. This is what we got. Can't edit anything. So as of right now, when you're grown up and your character starts, these are the stats you're going to have. Size of 18. You're a big boy. You get a bonus to damage in hand-to-hand in -hand combat because you've got some mass on you. Your sanity. I like that you think that it's mass, great. not just like 
just fleshy flesh. Like it doesn't no, have to be no, mass, no. Right? You got you I, have, I don't some... have to be like a big giant refrigerator of a dude. I could be like a big giant potato of a dude. You no, well, yeah, but sure, okay, you 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 could be, but we're probably not going to do that. No, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> okay, we're going to share. Now, what we're going to do now is we are going to share the dice roller. Here's our dice roller. Now, we're going to start off childhood event. All right. Basic, basic childhood stuff. You were born into which strata of the socioeconomic system? Lower class, middle class, upper class. We're going to keep it simple. Okay, we're, we're not going to do lower, 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 middle, lower, upper. No. Yeah, just, just right. the basic three. That makes sense. Yeah, your basic three is what we're going to do. And it's going to be a D6. Upper class. Look at that. One, two was lower. Three, four was middle. Five, six was upper class. All okay. right. I'm going to start looking down my nose at everybody now. Exactly. How does this affect your stats? Well, let's let's find out. We are going to look back at the character generator. And what this does is we can edit your roles now. Your education goes up by three. So it becomes 18. Ooh. Yeah. Your appearance goes up by two because you're able to handle, you know, you're able to keep yourself I know how, I know how to yourself. apply exactly. a filter, folks. Exactly. Your constitution goes up by two. Because you were well fed. And your power actually goes down by one. Because you were. Yeah, uh, I you're, paid my you're, way through everything. I got mushed. Yeah, mind. exactly. Everything was given to you. You never had to earn anything. Power is your uh, is basically your your sense of self, your internal willpower, your uh, your strength of will. And grown up in uh in an upper class environment many things were given to you didn't really have to strive for anything so at this point these things could change at this point you're pretty much given stuff uh legion zoom in can we can we zoom in on this can i can i zoom in i cannot you know, the, the fact you even got it to be as clear as you have was remarkable i saw the program you're using and i got it myself and i can't even it, it's so condensed i can't read a dang thing on it i can do this that that's the best i could do this is the best this is the best zooming i can do with this now later on when we finish the character i'll be able to zoom into the pdf you'll be able to see everything then all right but that's this is this is just the way it is for now i'm sorry uh, white privilege, yes. White privilege, indeed. Thank you, Lost I mean, Ogre. I mean, just because I'm rich, hey, I mean, I, I could hey, be you know anything. Does that be white? What? As a matter of fact, yes, yes. Let's do. Let Let's roll for that. I didn't even think about that. Let's Let's roll for your, for your race. Let's do that. Let's make it that organic. All right, let's go back, share this again. All right, so uh, one, two, white, three, four, black, five, six, Asian. No. One, two, white, three, four, black, five, Asian, six, dealer's choice. It's up to you. 
you're Asian. Hell yeah. You're an Asian man. Well, you, you could be a woman if you want, but I imagine you want to. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, my, my voice, I don't think I could pull that off very well. Yeah, yeah. You really couldn't pull off an Asian girl. I don't. You, I mean, then again, I could I mean, be a really goddamn Asian girl queen if I wanted though. to be, okay? We don't, we yeah. don't know. I mean, I mean, some of those shows are great. You get in there, everybody's looking nice, and all of a sudden, over here, somebody taps on your shoulder and says, hey, baby, how you doing? That's fine. <laughs> all right. And at the end of this process, you're going to be 24 years old. All right. Okay. That's all we know right now. Okay. So you were born upper class. Now we are going to go through a life event. I hope it's drug addiction. I have money. That would make sense. Okay. Here we go. We're going to, like I said, we're keeping it very simple. One, two, nothing happens. Normal life. You go along, you're, you're going on chugging along. Mom and dad love you. They, they give you all the average, average support that an upper class kid gets. Uh, your mom's a little bit of a tiger mom because that's Asian stereotype when we're using it. All right, whatever. That's what we're doing. That's why you have a, such a high education because she pushed you. Yeah, She's first first, you. Gen- first generation. Yeah, that's there fair. you go. Two, three, one or both of your parents died when you were a kid. All right. I'm sorry, uh, three, four. Three, 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 four, one or both of your parents died when you were a kid. Three, one, four, both. Can I say I'm rooting for four right now? Don't don't be that guy. <laughs> Does that increase his education? No. Uh this this will increase other stats depending upon uh, his his upbringing. This will increase other stats. A large ages, so 52. No, he's one of the big Asians. He's one of those biggins. All right. And then uh 5 and 6 is going to be disastrous event. You, you thought you thought the loss of your, both your parents was a disaster? No. Yeah, but I mean, the loss of both your parents is like one is like mentally crippling in a way that makes sense for Call of Cthulhu. Like yeah, that's, that's why I'm rooting behind that is like it's it's that it's that everyman trauma, and and that's that's so much of what what you know cosmic horror is really about is is being thrown into this thing. There it is. So here's one and two. Here's one. Here, here, here's hoping for one and two. Right here you go. <laughs> Three, one of your parents died. Was it your mother or your father? One, two, three, mom, four, five, six, dad. Your mother died. Your mother died when you were young. Dad was always away at work. I was a childless parent, basically. Well, now, hang on. on. We'll, We'll see what happens. Okay, so your mother died. So that means, uh, let's see here. Uh, your appearance goes down by one. Was your father a good father or a bad father? Because this will this 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 will affect your your power. Good or bad, mom? I mean, good 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 or bad, dad? Let's let's find out. Yes, let's lower good or higher good. What do you want? One, two, three is let's good do, or bad. Let's do lower good. Lower good. Okay. Nope. Bad dad. Heck yeah. You had a bad dad. All right. So your self esteem took a hit 
your power goes down even more. Uh, he didn't beat you or anything, so that's fine. That's fine. You're still rich, so your size, your education, and your constitution are not affected. There you are. You went away yeah. for a sec. Yeah, I had a I had a browser goof. Yeah, I had a browser goof. Yeah. So uh so far, hard knock, hard knock life, man, for your for your self-esteem. You got some issues. Yeah, shut up. I got money. <laughs> there it is. There it is. Later on in life, there is a chance for you to get therapy because because you're rich. So we're looking for that. Okay, now that's your that's your that's your childhood. Now, as a young adult, there are other things that could happen. All right. Now this was going to be a D six again. Like, like I said, everything, try and keep everything simple. One, two, three, nothing. Four, you were bullied in school. Five, you got therapy. Six, your dad dies. Man, really, really going after these parents today. It's Call of Cthulhu, man. What do you want? <laughs> it's true. <laughs> what's what's therapy? I mean, if, oh, if, it's just a line off the different. stripper's ass in the bathroom downtown. Yeah, if, if this were best, it'd be different, but it's not. All right, here we go. One, nothing. Hey, not bad. Nothing happened. Not, you didn't get therapy either, but nothing happened. So that's good. That's good. Okay, then we move on into your your uh, early adulthood. Okay, this is uh, this is eighteen pretty much 18 to now. All right. Since your education is high, it's an 18. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's take a look at that again, just to make sure. Yes. Your education is at 18 education of 12 is equivalent to high school diploma. Education of 14 is equivalent to a community college degree or trade school. And education of 18 is equivalent to an undergrad uh, degree. So this is where you get to choose. This is, this is the point where you get to choose. Do you want to go the college route or do you want to go into some kind of trade? Well, let's, let's see. First generation, rich kid, dead mom, absentee father, college. College. Okay. So you have a college degree because 18 is four years, uh, four years of college. You have a, well now, nowadays everyone says, Oh, it takes five because they want to milk as much money out of you as possible. Fine. Okay. But for the purposes of the 1990s game, this is college, college level education. All right. So you have a degree. What is that degree going to be in one, two, three STEM four, five, six arts. And this will also affect your stats. Let's find out. Arts, art degree. Okay. So let's go back to here. Now, are, are, we, are we refining that further? Or is it just like a, like a generic BA? It's a BA in, uh, in some kind of art degree, wh whichever one you want. You you get oh, to choose the art degree. Nice. How about how about we do how about we do uh like like a, a BA in in like oh man, I got nothing now. Crap. 
I could throw, I guess I could throw myself under the bus. I got a BA in philosophy. We'll just go with that. Philosophy. There you go. Well, guess what? Philosophy, uh, a, a degree in philosophy means you were more likely to get therapy. Okay. I have a BA in philosophy. Let me tell you, no one okay. gets fucking therapy. All right. So the thing is, uh, you rebelled against your father who was rich. Okay. You went, you went to a BA in arts so that, that, so you're with the art degree and stuff, your appearance is going to go up by two because the people around you value appearance. So you're going to make an effort and you had therapy. So your power goes to six plus you, you went with your passion. You went with your passion. So it goes up by another two. That's eight. Your intelligence does not change. If you went STEM, I would have done your intelligence, and uh, but you you didn't go STEM. Nope. Right. Yeah. Uh, BA in philosophy turned into sauce. Actually, uh, um, sauce mouse. I don't know if you've uh, watched any of the streams we've had with uh, Cthulhu Law on here. I don't know if I've seen any of them specifically, but I'm sure I've seen clips of them. Yeah. Or at least uh, he is an old friend of mine from high school. I've known him since I was 17. And uh, he got a, a BA in philosophy, a master's in philosophy. And then he went to law school and became a lawyer. Oh, yeah. No, the, like philosophy is one of the biggest steps to getting getting your LSAT. It preps yep. you for it so well. The, yep. the logical argumentation styles, the, the lines of thought and rhetorical, rhetorical reasoning. It's actually super useful. It is. It is. And uh, uh, he was a lawyer for a while, but he couldn't get the kind of lawyer job that he wanted. He, he, all he could get was corporate law. And it was, it was killing him. So he became what all, uh, if, if you have a philosophy degree, what, what are your choices? Stay in school or become a philosophy teacher. Guess what he did? Did, did he, he, he went to academia. He, he became the, a the land of research or parish. He became a philosophy professor. Yes. Well, shit. I, I mean, I, I almost went that route and then I got burnt out on it, but it's, it's, you're absolutely right though. It's like, if you, if you go that route, there's certain degrees or where they're just like your choices are generically applic generic application from your degree to anything in general or specifically mm -hmm. to academia. And a lot of, I know a lot of people that went through uh, philosophy programs that got stuck in academia and absolutely hated it, but they had no actual recourse for other things because their training was so niche and specific. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So we are done. We are, we are done with the stats. We're done with that. Okay. So we go next. Yeah, don't don't tell me this again. I know. Occupation. Now you you studied uh, philosophy, so you can be a you can't be like say you know a police detective. That doesn't make sense. Something that makes sense. Professor makes sense. Um, let's see. Uh, the clergyman would make sense. Can you? I, I can't you see the drop down on the screen. Is it? Oh, you can't see the drop down the screen. I'm sorry. It, it doesn't come up. Clergyman would make sense. Uh, artist would make sense. Author would make sense. Well, you know, honestly, I want to, I'm going to stop there and say author, unless we're going to do just a random roll on these ones. Well, no, no, no. The, the, uh, this one's your choice, but okay. uh, your, your choices are narrowed. Parapsychologist. Yeah. Oh, you know, I still want, I want to go with author though, just because I, I, I feel like the character's backstory thus far, dead mom, absentee father, choose to go the philosophy route. Like that's a, that's a crappy dime store memoir right there. 
um, that it, it, I don't know. It makes sense. It feels right for the character, the way that the character has been rolled out so far. Oh, and Indigo says you should you should go psychologist. Now the real uh, uh, he could. Psycho- I don't have a science degree. Yeah, uh, uh, with the with 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 psychology, you have to have uh, it's it's a it's a medical thing. So he couldn't do that. Parapsychologist, he could do because it's a it's considered a pseudoscience. Ghost hunting. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, but author, he wants to be author. Author, it is. That means when we go to the skill check. Oh, you get one weapon. You get to choose a weapon. For, because this is the 1990s version, they don't want you to to uh, to be without a weapon. Some of these, obviously, you're not going to be able to choose to be skilled in, like Uzi. You you didn't grow up on the streets, right? Rapier. Yeah, no, I, I that's possible. Rapier is possible for you because you could have actually had uh, fencing lessons. I, yeah, I could I could have taken fencing in college. Yep. Or, or your, your, your father could have put you in a fencing class yeah. when you were yeah. a kid. That's fine. You're, you're not going to get an M79 grenade launcher. Oh, come on. An Epi again, you can have that. Uh, flamethrower. No <laughs> fencing foil. Yes. Blackjack. Probably not. You're too high. AK 47. No nine millimeter. Most likely 10 gauge shotgun, semi or pump. Both of those are fine. Any of the revolvers are fine. A bolt action rifle, uh, probably not because no, prob- probably not unless men are in the hunting, so probably nothing like that. Right. So I'm, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think like what like a, a, an author that does philosophy. I'm kind of thinking like a revolver makes makes sense to me with that. Okay. If, we're, if we're getting like you know traumatic traumatic childhood philosophy author i'm getting i'm getting like barfly vibes and like a a revolver seems to fit into that okay the 38 revolver it is 38 special there you go good to go now here be uh because of your of your choices these are the ones that you get these are the skills that that you have to populate right off the bat you have your own language which is English? No, no, no. Uh, did, did you grow up in your household? No, no. You're you're a first generation immigrant. You would have your main be English, and your secondary would be whatever country your parents are from. Which Asian country are your parents from? Oh God. Uh, I don't know. Russia. That's in Asia, right? East Asia. <laughs> um, I don't know. The fuck Japan. Whatever. Japanese. Okay. Get down here. Making me think of countries. I'm not a. I'm not a country. I don't. What is it? What What the hell does a, a geologist, geographer? What is a person that knows countries called? Why can't I think of that right now? <laughs> Come on, brain. Siberia is in Asia. Yes, you. Mar Hawkman is right. Geographer is what Mar Hawkman says. Uh, Siberia. Okay. You. You. You could be an immigrant from Tibet if you wanted to be, but no, you, you chose Japanese. That's great. Okay. Well, you, so, you wrote Japanese though. And I don't, I don't know if I'm from Java. Oh, oh. must've been right next to Japanese. No, they don't have Japanese here. That maybe it might, maybe it's just a typo in there. Yeah. It's, it's, it's thing. a, it's a, it's a typo in the program that V is supposed to be a J. 
We know what and it is. It's supposed to be a P. I don't know. The, the V is supposed to be a P. There you go. So it's actually Japanese, not Javanese. You, you don't speak coffee. So that's fine. All right. So uh, let's see. History. You start off at 20%. Okay. And you went with uh, with a uh, um, psychology degree. So how much okay, do you think I went with you philosophy would... degree? Philosophy degree. Sorry, philosophy degree. So how much how much history would you, do you think you would? I, you, you know, would I would I would I would up that to maybe 35 percent. Just just because there's a lot of like classical Greek Roman that would go into a philosophy, um, right. but it wouldn't be like wars and battles as much so it might not be great but it'd be passable right all right library use this one's probably going to be a little bigger oh yeah uh that that one would be i'm, I'm trying to remember right so in in call of cthulhu is it that like 50 50 is like you're you're very proficient in something you just have chance to fail under duress and then right. like 25 30 is kind of like your average competency right okay um library use i'd probably put I'd put pretty close to 50 at least, honestly. Um, All right, we'll, we'll start at 50, and if we have points, because you see right here your skill points left over. Yeah, yeah. So we got plenty left over. Okay. Uh, psychology starts at five. We're going to get, uh, first we're going to get philosophy. I don't know why it's not even in there. Philosophy isn't in here, so that's going to be psychology. Okay. All right, so you start at five, and it's it's your degree. So, how proficient do you want to be? I really want to feel like this dude is a C's get degrees kind of guy. Okay. So I that would you know, be fifty. Yeah, That'd be like average. Yeah. Like Let's do like just maybe just a little above that, so like sixty maybe, because like he he did get through it. Yeah, he did get through it. Okay. Persuade now with your mom gone. And your and and your and your father was the only one, and he was a he was a rich guy, so he was he was a businessman. So you would have to learn how to how to logically form an argument. So I'm going to give you a plus ten percent bonus right off the bat. Does does uh, affluence come into play with persuade also, like in the form of monetary bribes, for example? Uh, that is in role play. That's not that is a role. Okay. Yeah. So it wouldn't it, I would it, the persuade wouldn't go up if I'm going like, hey, I'll give you 50 bucks if you do this thing for me. Um your your uh your role for that encounter would go up, but it right. doesn't raise your base skill. Okay, cool. Uh let's let's do I'm I mean, you know, it, philosophy is is so much about argumentation as well. So with with all of that there, I I'd, I'd go I'd go like I don't know, 40 to 50 probably. Like I don't know. I feel like I'm being stingy with points right now. No, no, you, you, you have 155 left over. Okay. And, uh, okay. We've got, uh, we've got all that. Now we get to pick other skills that are around your, your area of expertise. Okay. So we can do, uh, philosophy can also, you can get some anthropology. Nah, people suck. Okay. Or archeology. span That's possible. I won't Dead let you get okay. above 40, but you can get it. Uh, let's do, let's do archaeology. Actually, that, that does okay. sound interesting. And do like, I don't know, 25, 25. That's fine. It, it's neat. I, I have yeah. interests. Sure. Okay. And, uh, computer use credit rating, credit rating, credit rating. 
you get That's a bonus skill. credit rating is a skill. to your credit rating. You said so, a bonus. Uh, what are you going to raise it from 15? 15 is your 15 is your minimum. Okay, so what is how how does credit credit rating come up in fifth edition Call of Cthulhu? Because that seems like a weird skill to have, or is it like if I need to borrow money, they're like, well, let's let's roll your credit oh, rating. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's a it's a it's a combination of uh, of going to a bank and borrowing money, or just being able to purchase uh, things on a credit card. So okay, like so here, it's kind, I, kind I of like a, a, a rate of your access to goods or ability to get goods. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I mean, uh, um, you want immediate access. Like, you don't need to pull together the cash to get this. You can just yeah. get this. Let's let's put that at a full fifty. Full fifty. Okay. I, so I feel, give I feel you, like uh, Dad's just happy that I made it through colleges and is willing to like bury my philosophical endeavors under the rug monetarily. Okay. Uh, because you got that. Because uh, you're also rich, I'm going to give it up to sixty-five. Oh, don't worry, I'm going to. I'm adding up all of the skill points I'm taking away in the bottom. We're going to get that. Cool. Okay. So now you have 80 skill points left. Actually, you have uh, you have 110 skill points left. And any other languages you want to speak? No. Uh, put French in there, actually. French. French. There's a lot of there's a lot of French that gets into uh, into philosophy. And at what level would you like to speak French? You're 25. 25 not great at it but 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 you know wouldn't wouldn't speak it but you can kind of parse out some cognates sure okay so we have lots of skill points left over uh we, we can add to all this other stuff well in that case let's uh do do, do what do we have archaeology credit rating history let's raise up history a little bit let's get that to let's get that to a flat 50 50 okay and then uh, psychology, <laughs> I mean philosophy. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's make that let's make that uh, I don't know, like seventy five. Seventy five, okay. And do let's get let's get persuade to seventy five also. We're just gonna we're just gonna blow the points there. Okay, now let's see if it'll let me add more. Nope, it won't let me add more here. I can add more later. Don't worry. That's okay. I believe right, you. So we've got that. Now we're going to go next. And these are hobby skills. These are whole whole other set of skill points for hobbies. This is where you can add to your revolver. This is where you can add to. Uh, these are all the general skills of the entire thing. All right. You, you, you can add to your, your, uh, any of the skills you had for your profession, but this is where you can get other skills as well. Okay. Okay. So we'll start off the bat with your revolver. Do you have any practice with it or do you just have it? No, I think I just have it. Okay. Then we're going to keep the base 20. Yeah. Accounting. Yeah. I think the base on that is fine. I'm looking at bargain right now though. Bargain. And I feel like bargain should be a little higher. Really? Why is that? I don't know. I just feel like it should be. You make me justify myself right now. God damn. Well, you know, you, um, you grew up rich. You never, you never had to, you never had to haggle for anything. That's that's true. I'm just, I, I guess, I'm, I'm just thinking like you, you grow up rich. One of the one of the stereotypes of rich people is is often that they they look for bargains, right? They they get things in bulk or on deal. And if that's something that we're that we're bringing to the table here, especially if if I've mom's died, dad might be supporting, but I've gone away against their wishes to get a bachelor of arts or something. There might be that point in there where you do have to scrounge or find the best bargain with the money to make it last. But I could also just be saying I want bargain because I think it's a nifty skill. 
So we can skip it if 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 it's yep. not justifiable. I'm it's just thinking hobby skills, whatever. Uh, ODGM says, uh, would you want the listener poll? Would you want to see RPG's new host? Oh, I did that already. Uh, OG, so dreamy. That OGGM is so dreamy. Yeah, there you go. So dreamy. All Every, right. Everyone wants to get into chemistry. the voice gig now, huh? Exactly, yeah. Biology and chemistry. Now, this one, uh, I understand that that uh, as, as a, as a uh, undergrad degree, you do have to take classes that are you know, a, a base amount of classes that are not your specialty. So you can get up to a 25 in biology and chemistry just because you had to take those classes. Yeah. That's the, why don't we just do like a 10 in each though? Because I don't, I don't, I don't think that there's even a passing knowledge. It's like I, you took it, you kind of know some stuff. You remember that H2O is water. Right. But, yeah. uh, but you're, you might, you know, you're smart enough to know not to ble mix bleach and ammonia, let's say. Oh no, Matt, crafty Matt. He says Asian needs bargain. Trust me on this. You know what? I didn't. I didn't take that new account. It's again a stereotype. Not mine. YouTube, do not demonetize. It's not mine. See, I didn't. I didn't want to go that way because it didn't. It didn't necessarily make sense either. We, you know, we have rich affluent family. Uh, yeah. Dad's a businessman. Mom's mom's dead. There might not be that bargaining culture there. All right. No bargaining culture in his family. All right. Computer use. Now, this is this is the 90s, right? This is the 90s. So with your philosophy degree, this is not super important. But 0% means you can't even turn on a computer. Yeah, like, no, this, this is this is the this is the 90s. If it, in the 90s, post college is like mid 20s. I mean, there would be a, there, that is the era of like learning computers as you go through the education system. Right. Um, so it wouldn't be like full-on hacker man or anything no. but I'd, I'd say at least like 20 25 percent there'd be passable knowledge enough that that a person could use that computer all right we'll start off at 20 and we'll see what's going on uh conceal you never really get to hide anything uh dodge you, you didn't you didn't take the uh the fencing route so this may not this is i don't know, a, I don't know. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big guy but you I'm, are, also, you I'm also are, the rich Asian, I'm also the rich Asian guy, minority in an area. You a lot of fights, especially for an Asian guy. You're pretty big. Yeah. So let, let's go with drive. This one's completely up to you. It starts off at 20, which is your basic, I can drive an automatic. Yeah, money, money and access to cars, but good driving skills. Those are two very, very different things. That's true. Um. Maybe, maybe pop it to maybe 30, put 10% in there. I, I don't, I, you know, not a race car driver, but, sure. but you know, has, you can drive driven, has driven regularly. Yeah. You can drive a stick. There we go. Capable of driving the fun car. Here you uh, go. Maragma says, well, if it's a businessman, if it's a business leader or a worker, i.e., does he run a business? Yes. His father runs a business. And uh, he's, he's, a, he's the CEO of, of, of the local franchise of Super Mega Corp. Super Mega Corp. There you go. That's it. Uh, electrical repair. I can't. I can't justify that. Yeah, I, I don't see that in there either. It's, uh, similar with electronics, uh, yeah. the, the background fast doesn't talk, fit. Though fast talk, I can see, especially with a philosophy degree coming coming from uh, an affluent family. I could see this going as high as you want. As high as I want, you say. Mm -hmm. Uh, see, I've got fifty points left. Let's let's just put 20, 20 into that right now. Give it a full twenty five. Um, okay. I might come back to that later because I would like that higher, but I don't know what other other skills are coming. Okay, geology, 
Again, maximum of 25 because of your undergrad experience. Nah. Okay. Uh, handgun. We've already no, got it. Revolver. We, you know, has it, that revolver, use it. Yeah. Um, headbutt. No hide. Probably not. History. Already got that. Jump. Kick, Jump. Law. I, I'm thinking we got a, we got a, we got a big Asian dude here. I'm, I'm thinking there might be some, some basketball or something in there. Maybe jump would make sense. Really? I don't know. I just want to get jump high because I think it's fun. Um, well, maybe then not. What? Do it in your next character. Yeah, exactly. That's I'm, I'm, I'm putting things in my back pocket for later. Okay, law. Law, I will allow up to 25. Yeah, let's go 25 on that. Okay, because of your background, yep. we'll allow it. And that puts, what, five points left? Gives you 10 points left. Or 10 uh, points left. Liston, locksmith, I don't see that. Machine gun, why is that? Okay, that's better. It said 50. Like, holy <laughs> you shit. want to give me 50 there? I'm okay with that. <laughs> Martial arts. No. Mechanical no. repair. You never had to repair a damn thing no. in your life. What the hell? Medicine, natural no. history. Natural history. I could see that up to 25 because of your of your undergraduate studies. The undergraduate studies, we got the archaeologist stuff. Let's uh I don't I don't want to put another 10 points into that though. I don't think that's necessary. Okay. That's fine. Okay, we'll move on to uh, pharmacy. Probably not. Photography. Probably not. Physics. Hell no. Nothing to do. Nothing to do with your degree. Psychoanalysis. I'll allow up to twenty-five. Um, I mean, uh, right yeah. I'll, I'll take, you put the last ten into psychoanalysis. Last ten. Oh yeah. Let's see. Uh, swim. Twenty-five. Throw. Twenty-five. Track. Ten. All that's base. That's fine. Okay, psychoanalysis. Yeah, I think psychoanalysis. I mean, it it goes in there. There's a lot of crossovers with philosophy, and it works with fast yeah, talk. That's true. Yes, that's why. Okay, let's boom. Let's hit it and go next. All right. So occupations are the. What is your investigator's name? Last name has to be Asian. Okay. Or we can just, oh, no, wait. You know what? Screw it. Nope. 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 Fanny Salmon. Yep, that was bad. Nope. Oh, this this random roller is racist. That's that's a little French. That is a little French. It's not working. Charlie Abdallah. That's a little. That's a, a that's a little Middle Eastern. Okay. Swinho. Stevens, Dixon, Fogg. Where did they get their random names from? Did they just start pulling out a literary literary guides? I guess so. Wally Walsh. Yep. Ruby, Nicholas, Petra, Wally, Caroline, Cliff, Oliver, Archibald. None of these are something that an Asian man would give to his son. Okay, it's up to me then. Jimmy. Uh, I forever will live with the, the legacy of Jimmy. Yep. Except this time I'm big Jimmy. Uh, I don't want to do just Wong. I don't want to do just Chin. Uh. Uh, Max Liao, ask your ask your wife for for a common Asian surname. I just I just Google search list of common Japanese surnames Suzuki. There you go. Suzuki, spell that out. S U Z U K I. That's what I thought. Okay. 
Jimmy Suzuki, college degrees. You have a BA from Miskatonic University. Good job. Oh, yeah, I do. I'm also, First you want to change my Boston. text to mail? I mean, you don't have to, but yeah. I thought we I thought we already addressed that earlier. Mental disorders, you don't have any yet. That's fine. And next. And finish. Okay, and we are going to we are going to print this out as a PDF. Save it on the desktop. Boom. We got we got Big Jimmy Suzuki right now. We got Big Jimmy Suzuki, who, by the way, is a woman. Really? Well, you put you put sex as female. Okay, well, that's unfortunate. It's okay. It's okay. That's fine. Jimmy. Okay, so we bring this down. And then we open up Big Jimmy. Or little Jimmy, depending on how you want to do it. Wow, Jimmy. little Jimmy is the last guy. This is this is big Jimmy. Okay, let's make it as big as big possible. There we go. Share the screen. Okay, here we are. Got to zoom out. Give me a zoom out. There we go. There we go. Sanity of 40. You started off with 20, so that worked out really well for you. Nice. <laughs> 15 hit points. That's pretty good. Uh, let's, let's check out your... Uh, Current skill 20% in a 38 revolver. That's nice. Yeah, I mean, that's nice. one out of five should hit. That's, I mean, end of a session, that should at least go up still. Exactly. And remember, we have a 35 more points to distribute wherever you want because of because of the life path thing. Oh, yep. Yep. Yeah. So we, we can throw that around everywhere. But you are you are an accomplished uh philosopher. Let's see, you got your uh, philosophy, where is it at? It's under psychology, 75. Psychology, that's right. Yep, 75. So you are you are you are accomplished in that. Is that a Cthulhu character sheet? Yes, it is. This is fifth edition Call of Cthulhu. So let's uh check that out. So far, it this isn't bad. I mean, no, it it's it's not, not I mean, mid-max. It's it's a character with a with a bunch of flavor to it. It's a character that has a personality built yep. in. It's not just like so, like a big bruiser that's running around punching stuff. There's there's that's finesse right. to this character sheet. Yes. Okay. And that is Jimmy. Now, let's see what happens when we share the screen again. When we just do straight up min max, let's see what we get. Thank you. Boom. All right, can can you read these stats? Uh, I might need to. I might need to refresh the browser again. It's still stuck on the character sheet screen for me. Okay. And I don't know. I don't know. Streamyards doesn't like my computer apparently. Uh, let me refresh this. I'll be right back. <laughs> the OGGM says, you're an accomplished philosopher, just not a sentence you hear in the 90s. I hear blockbusters hiring. <laughs> He's from a rich family. He doesn't need a job. 
If the character's female, her name can be Sushi. That's great. Uh, what Tanaka-san didn't know is that the Elder God would make the tentacles of film, would come to life and drag Japanese schoolgirls in the TV as a sacrifice to the Elder God. That's great. Uh, there we go. Sorry about that. But for whatever reason, this 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 thing overloads Chrome tabs. I don't know why. Okay. And after after a while, of screen switching, it just like gives me audio, but no picture anymore. Okay, I got you. All right, these uh, stats. This is what you got. All right. Now, so we have again, strength nine, con sixteen, dex eleven. We can move those around. We can move them around, or you can straight up say reroll. Fuck it, I want okay. to reroll. And these are let's see on the roll. The max on the roll is a. Uh, 18 well, it 20. all depends. Uh, strength con dex appearance and power are all 3d6. Size and intelligence are, are 2d6 plus six, and education is uh 3d6 plus three. Okay. Okay. So I mean on this on the, the, the course stat block, that's not a bad roll. I got a 16 and a 17 there, but there's also an eight and a nine, which are subpar. So let's re-roll those. I don't want to I, I think I want to go to we have well, nothing. You under you have to re-roll everything. No, let's do it. Yeah, do it. Okay, boom. Oh, that's worse. Do it again. Do it again. Oh, God. No, I should have stuck with the first one now. Do it again. Right. Oh, oh, oh. Now nah, keep going. Oh, keep if, we're going. going min, if we're going min-max, I got to see at least 118 okay. in there, right? Power three. Look at that. <laughs> nope. That's not for a min-maxer, buddy. How about this one? These are all... No, I, don't, I, I, just, I don't like those nines. I don't like that spread. Okay. All right. What is... Okay. Six. Education Seriously. 23. That shouldn't actually be possible. I don't know what happened. <laughs> if not, if not for that six in power, I mean, I guess I could put, I could put that six in. Well, hey, you know what? Watch this. No, it is exactly, exactly. Sanity one hundred and fifteen, which can't happen. So actually, what would happen is I could, I, I could stare down Cthulhu and he'd run away, and your education would get that three points and go to nine. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what would happen. No, I don't like those. I don't like sanity. those numbers. Still. Like the sanity's fun, but roll roll it again. Okay, rolling it again. Oh, here we are. There's a that's okay. That's a decent no spread. No single digit numbers. Nothing terribly high though. That's I mean that's a that's a median roll. Yep. And if I'm yep. thinking if I'm thinking min max, I I feel like I want better. Okay, then we're. I'm being picky oh. though. Oh, there. Okay. Now, there's a 19, but there's also a seven. Right, but we can swap those around. I That's don't care true. that the size is nine. You get a minus d4 in, in physical combat because your size is below 10. That's, I just, whatever, use guns. Uh, Fair. Let's see. But how about, okay, let's, oh, let's wait, move. Wait, wait. Hang on, hang on. First, yeah. are, you, are you going for investigator, bruiser, uh, con man? What are you shooting for? I'm shooting. I think I'm kind of shooting back. for Bruiser in this one, actually. You're going for Bruiser, okay? If you're going for the last Bruiser, one, the last one was much more of a smart character. So yeah, this, if I'm going but, for Bruiser. Like I, said, I think I want watch this. Boom. Yeah, put that there, and then and let's then let's appearance, swap size. Boom. Oh, that now works. you got a plus four. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or or we could do this. Watch this. I wonder what happens when the 19 goes into size. Nope, still stays Nothing. plus four. Yep. But your hit points go to 16. There we go. So what would what would having what would having a higher strength? How would that benefit oversize? Uh, strength is for is for uh, lifting and here let's 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 get the uh, actual it's definition. 
Yeah, I was saying like since since the, the damage output is is affecting because the if you're min maxing, you want to know exactly what's what. Yep. Okay, so uh, strength measures the muscle power. Use it to judge how much they can lift, push, or pull, or how tightly they can cling to something. This characteristic is important in determining damage investigators do in hand to hand combat. An investigator reduced to zero strength as an invalid, unable to leave his or her bed. Size uh, is averages height and weight into one number. To see over something, squeeze through a small opening, blah, blah, blah. Size helps determine hit points and damage bonus. One might increase size. to So size and strength both give bonuses to to uh, physical okay. damage. I, I, I think given those descriptions, I think I like strength as the higher number, though. Okay. Um, I don't want to be so big that I can't necessarily squeeze out of situations or, or maybe impact my dodge ability if it's if I'm too big. But I'd okay. rather have that strength to grab, grapple, and, and deal any okay. necessary blows. Right. Um, now, how about that intelligence of 13? Do you want that's that? What I'm, I'm wondering, like, that? would would and would a con of 13 make a, any substantial difference? Would that one number change things? Okay, the intelligence is going to be uh, your education. Right. I don't got to yeah, be smart. So that's not going to be too terribly important for you. Uh, strength plus size is what equals your damage bonus. So 19 plus 13 gives you. Okay. So, so it doesn't really matter where they're at. Yeah, I just, you have to I get like to a 41. Better. No, you have to get to a 33 total and you're at 20. You're at 32. Oh, son if of a If you had a size of 14 or a strength of 20, you would get a plus D6. Well, yeah, now that you're telling me that, it makes me want to re-roll again, but I don't want to because I actually like this stat block. Nah, we can re hey, look, we can it's okay, okay. man. Okay, let's 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 I want to I want to aim for that. I want to get that All D6 right. damage bonus. Well, there you go. Watch this. Boom. Yep, look at that. And then actually instead that's instead of power, we can do this con let, yep. let, let, let's I, I, that actually worked now, out let's... really well. Yeah. Uh, compares uh, health, vigor, and vitality. Constitution also helps calculate how well investigators resist drowning or suffocation, poisons and diseases. High con investigators often have higher hit points and better resist injury to attack. Okay. Yeah, your hit points are 17. That's that's based off your con. If, if we move decks to size, we swap the 16 and the 13 there? Does that, that will... Because it'll, it'll still be D6 size category. Ah, it'll still be D6, you're and right. And I get a better dex out of it. And you get a better dex out of it, that's right. So I, I, I like that. You want the appearance twelve, power nine, or you want to switch these? Let's let's switch those. Actually, I, I don't. I I can be. I can be a little ugly. I can have cauliflower here. Okay. Sanity sixty, luck sixty, no forty five. You're 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 not the idea, man. But my God, with a baseball bat, you are trouble. What are you What are you talking about? I got a great idea. It's called punch it. Punch it in the face <laughs> until it dies. <laughs> Who needs a better idea than that? Skill and hobby points than your last character. That's and okay. What age do you want to be? Oh, let's let's go like late twenties. Late twenties, so twenty-seven. Yeah, that works. Okay. We'll go next. Now, what is your occupation? Any occupation you want, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You are I not dumb enough. Your your lowest stat is intelligence of nine, and that is not dumb enough to keep you out of college. Oh, true. Okay. Okay. Especially um, on an athletic scholarship. Right. Right. So unfortunately, again, I can't see the drop down list there okay, for so, whatever reason. Uh, antiquarian. That is, you know, antique guy. Uh, you, you can have a job on antique roadshow. Artist, athlete, author, clergyman, criminal. Uh, honestly, let's just let's go with athlete. I, athlete makes sense. Athlete I think. Well, sense. okay. All right. That's good. 
Yeah, that's fine. All right, we're going to go with athlete. And uh, you can have as many select the weapons your investigator owns. You can have any non-military weapon you want. Just think of it. All think right, let's it. get a let's let's get a 12 gauge. 12 gauge shotgun, okay. Uh pump or semi-automatic? Let's do he, I he, he's a pump Probably action kind of guy. He's a what? He's a pump action kind of guy. Yeah, he's a pump action kind of guy. Okay. One more. Uh let's let's get uh let's get a 9mm also in there. Okay. These are the ones you own. Okay. Good. All right, these are your athletic ability. Now, which which sport are do you have your scholarship in? Did did you have your scholarship? In? Can a person have a scholarship in boxing? Let's can we pretend that that's a thing in the nineties? Uh, I mean, I guess we didn't. We said athlete. We didn't say he was a college athlete. That's true. That's true. Doesn't have to be a college athlete because he's be athlete. So let me see. Uh. Martial arts is what I got. Martial arts that is works. what I got. We'll take that. All right. So martial arts at what skill level? Martial arts at uh oh he's gotta be he's gotta be good at this. I have 200 points. Let's put let's put that to a full 75. 75. Okay. We're gonna All we're right. gonna fail under duress sometimes, but damn it, every most things are gonna land. All right. Climb starts at 40. I think climb at 40 is okay. That's pretty damn proficient. Yeah, Ravens there says martial arts was it. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Ravens says don't equate large size to low ability to dodge. Fair enough. Oh, we're, we're enough. absolutely not, especially like martial arts boxer. You're going to have dodge, right? Sports athlete turned underground street fighter. Indigo Dragon had a great idea. Woo. That is that is fun. Woo, fight club, baby. Only fight club for money. I mean, I'm, I don't mean to be doing this, but I'm basically building the goon right now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Climb is 40 is fine. How about dodge? Dodge. I want I want dodge to be a good hefty skill. Um okay. honestly, I'm I'm kind of I kind of want to 75 that also. Hits hard, hard to hit. Okay. Jump. I'm I'm okay with jump where it's at at 25. Ride. ride. Is now, is that like this is I think ride is is the drive skill, but I have to check because there, there are two different things. Ride, I'm, I think it's like horseback riding, but that would not be appropriate in 90s. Right. I'm wondering if that came from the 20s. Yeah, probably. Because I'm pretty sure ride is, uh, is going to be somewhere in here. There we go. Uh, ride, 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 ride. Uh, yeah, horses, donkeys, mules, easy, nothing. All right. Well, everyone has a 5% chance to ride a horse. Good job. Yay. All right, swim. Swim's fine where it's at. Throw. Let's make throw bigger. Let's get let's get throw to like 50. 50, okay. Oh, wait, I got more skill points left. Holy crap. Oh, we got lots, but we got another skill. We got a whole other oh, skill, right, skill right, right. check here. So, uh... Uh, let's see, computer chemistry drive drive auto. You don't have that yet, but you can have that under hobby. That's fine. What about what about for either first aid or fist punch? Fist punch. I mean, fist punch seems important to me. Fist punch. Well, you have martial arts, so you don't need fist punch. Okay, I wasn't sure that was going to overlap. Let's, yeah, yeah. Can we do, let's do martial arts would overlap, so we don't if, need that. If if I if I'm a fighter, if I'm getting into brawls, I better know how to patch up some some superficial wounds. Oh man, first I, I can't. I can't one. get it out. 
can't get it out. Can I put zero percent in there? Nope. His fist punch is big. Oh man, I can't unselect. No, wait, I can go back. Oh no, I don't want to undo all of it. I got to undo all of it. That's Damn fine. It. All right. Okay, so we have martial arts in there. Yeah. Martial arts. Okay, and that was at seventy-five. That was at seventy-five. Dodge was at seventy-five. Ride at nothing. Swim throw was at fifty. Fifty. Yep. And then we and had Dodge, Dodge was at, at 75. seventy-five. We had jump at. I don't think we. I don't think we messed I don't with think jump. We did that? Yeah, I don't no. think we did all that. So if I only get, only get one more out of here, I, I think first aid would be would be fitting. Yeah, first um, aid would probably be good. Yeah, I could I could see that. I could see that. You are an underground street fighter. It starts yeah. at 30%. 30%. Let's, uh, to hell with it. Just dump the rest of the 57 points in there. Uh, okay. You. I'm really good at first aid. You are I, really apparently... good at patching up yourself and other people because yeah. you are, apparently you have, you're, you're, you're a, you're, you're a martial artist. Yeah, you are you are a a competitive, either legally or Ill illegally competitive martial artist at this point. Uh, in the nineties, you can turn to a wrestling scholarship. Sure, but it, he didn't say he wanted. He didn't say that schooling was a thing, so he didn't. He didn't go to school. Yeah, I have a trade. My trade is kicking ass. There it is. Yep, there it is. Okay, so we got nothing left. Now we go to your hobbies. Okay, with your with your twelve gauge shotgun, you have a base of thirty. Okay. Do you want to raise that? Or I, keep that? I do want to raise that. I do want to raise that. Let's just put that to fifty. I think 50? that's a that's okay. a good fair skill skill level. What about there? your uh, nine millimeter? Let's do uh, shit forty. I'm throwing numbers arbitrarily in there now. I don't know why. 40. You have 50% left. Let's scroll down here. Uh, so these are hobbies. These are something that uh, now have you, have you decided you're going to be a legit martial art comp uh, competitor or an underground street fighter? I, I, you know, let's go with the underground street fighter route. Okay. So we I are mean, looking for, if, I was, if I was legitimate, that, I wouldn't need first aid. I'd have somebody for that. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So uh, we're looking for hobbies of someone who or, or augment skills for someone who is an underground street fighter computer use probably not no uh conceal maybe so conceal maybe yes uh let's can we get that to 30 yes yes we can okay credit rating probably not no drive I'm, I'm, auto you can drive an automatic right off the bat yes, i'm fine with i'm fine with just an automatic okay. fast talk um, I'm wondering if fast talk would make sense. Though, oh wait, no bargain. Where's bargain? Bargain, bargain. Okay. because if you're underground, you give, you have you have to you have to bargain your prices, right? That's true. That's true. So let's uh, let's let's get that to say thirty. That gives you ten left. And okay, ten so more have, points uh, for something. Fast talk. Uh, grapple. Headbutt. Head oh, grapple's good too. Gra grapple oh, headbutt. Okay, let's you know. But you know do, what? No, 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 stop, stop, stop. Grapple and headbutt. Well, not not headbutt, but grapple, fist punch, and kick are go all going to be under martial arts. Okay, 
Got it. They're all there. But headbutt, not so much, because that's usually that that's only in uh, Irish and Scottish martial arts. Right. <laughs> uh, let's do. Actually, no, put it in the headbutt. Honestly, put it in the honestly, headbutt. headbutt. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. I'm just I'm thinking of situations. Uh, you un underground street well, let's, fighter. Let, let's look at we, we're only halfway down the list. Let's let's keep looking. Okay, that's true. That's true. Okay, uh, kick is going to be under under martial under martial arts. arts. Jump. Jump. Like I could I could justify jump, and but I don't really care about let's, jump. Put, put a pin in it. We'll circle back. Uh, law. Me? No, probably not. Listen. Machine gun? No. Mechanical repair? No. Medicine. That's like that's like doctor medicine. No. Right. Uh, navigate. No. Yes. No. Well, I mean, can 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 we put put those those ten points into medicine? We have first aid up pretty high, and I'm thinking, you know, back back alley chop shop doc. Right. If you're gonna need something, you have to have a passing knowledge of what kind of pain meds you can buy off the local pusher in no, order for, to first, first, first aid. Work. will handle that. First okay, aid cool. will handle that. Um, that would be a thing. Occult. Um, any other languages? Persuade. Uh, yeah. No, usually your your physicality. Yeah, my my my, my pers again persuade with the fists. Yep. Uh, me use words. I got fists. Oh, sneak. Sneak could be good. Sneak spot hidden. So, I'm okay. Spot really hidden for twenty five. That's on. That's not terrible though. No, it's not terrible. It's not terrible. Um, and and sneak. I think I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a charge to the door kind of guy. Okay. Um. But throw. Throw, you got at fifty. Throw is at fifty. Okay, I I just saw throw was said there. Yeah. But we have persuade. Um. Uh. Your 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 physicality will add to the role if you decide to be intimidating physically. Okay. You know. Okay. Let, let's see. If if. If I were to be min-maxing for a single character, I I may or may not do persuade. I probably wouldn't do persuade just because I would I would just beat stuff up. I would yeah. I would not be a smart person. Yeah, yeah. But, you wouldn't be like, I want to convince him or, or but, even threaten, just beaten. Just beat right. Him. But if this is supposed to be a character, let's say that we're doing this for a long-term game, and I know that I'm being the 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 beefcake meat shield of the group. Right. I would want to put something into persuade just because I know the smart person is going to be said, if you don't do this, my buddy here is going to have words with you and his words are his fist. And then that persuade would really come into play. That And that would make sense. Okay. So you want to put those last 10 points? Uh, yeah, in here? Let's, let's put the last 10 points in there. Uh, you know, again, in my mind, you know, conceptualizing this as this is a, a character that's going to be part of a group. Right. Um, that would be very useful and helps the group dynamics survive. Hey, what is your name? Um, any name you want, any race you want, doesn't matter. I mean, big McLarge huge would be too much, probably. So let's just go with Bobby Tables. Bobby Tables. All right. College's degrees, none. Birthplace, Boston. Mental disorders, you don't start with any, that's fine. Um, wait, we forgot your language, own language at 50%, which is English. English, okay. Yeah, I forgot to put that in there. I'm sorry. So we, we would have known. Yeah. 
I'm going to go back to Bobby. Tables. Just degrees, none. Born in Boston. Mental disorders, none right now. Finish. All right, then let's go ahead and print that off to a PDF. Bobby, save it. And now we can look at it. Let's see what Bobby has to look like. All right, Bobby, let's look at you, you beautiful bastard. I mean, not too beautiful. He's got an appearance of nine. Yeah, all right. So, strength of 21. You are immensely strong, man. Immensely strong, man. Sanity of 60. That is... That's a solid sanity. Acceptable. 15 hit points, 12, 12 magic points. Power 12, completely fine. Your education, is, you didn't graduate high school. You got to 10th grade. That's what this is. That's a equivalent to a 10th yeah. grade education. That's fair. Yeah. So your idea role, uh, you don't know a lot of general facts. You know, you don't know a lot of stuff and uh, you're, you're not quick. Uh, you're not a uh, uh, quick thinker. Not a super quick thinker. Got a pretty super good luck out of that though. No, not really. But uh, who needs luck, right? Because uh, your martial arts uh, 76%. pretty good deal uh english at 50 you don't speak too good you actually speak you, you say ain't a lot but that's fine um I, I say ain't a lot and i put random s's at the end of words yeah there you go and all this right here fist punch headbutt kick grapple all of this is replaced with martial arts but the uh as a matter of fact uh let's look up if the martial arts damage is uh is different See if it gives an actual combat. Here we go. Hand-to-hand -hand fighting, blah, blah, blah. Using firearms, don't care. Here we go. Geology, medicine, martial arts. Uh, use when attacking with fist punch, headbutt, kick, or grapple. Yeah, it replaces all those. I was right. If the attack roll is equal to or less than the amount of the... We do 2d3 plus normal damage bonus. So your martial arts would be right here and we would write in martial arts 76 2d3 plus 1d6. That's pretty dang solid damage. That is solid damage. So let's let's average that out, okay? Let's average that out. So on a single roll, uh 2d3, you're going to get uh 3 6 damage. You're going to do 6 damage per hit. And for the constitution, constitution is 3d6. So that's going to be nine. Uh, you're going, if you punch someone, they are two thirds of the way dead. As it should be. As it should be. The average person is two thirds of the way dead. If you land a single hit. I mean, the only thing that I've done wrong is not made it stronger. Yeah. We just need like a hail Mary real slobber knocker there or something to just, just one hit down somebody. Oh, this has never seen a character sheet from Call of Cthulhu. Yes, this is for a, a fifth edition character sheet. And uh, this is the uh, the by key uh, character generator, which is free. 
I mean, if, if you want the, uh, if you want the uh, link, I can give it to you. That's fine. Yeah. I was able to Google search it and find, found it this morning. Super easy. If he's Boston, he must be a Southie. Yeah. Gotta be, gotta be. But yes, uh, in a, in, in a fight, in a hand to hand fight and in, uh, in a, uh, uh, weapons fight, this, this right here is close, medium and far and, and long range for the shotgun. Cause obviously if you're using buckshot, the damage will lessen as the cone gets wider. I and mean, he went, he went trap point. shooting on the weekends. Clearly. No, clearly. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. No, no. Uh, you, you, uh, you learned to use a shotgun because when you were a kid, you had to learn to use a shotgun along with your nine. Well, that's my figure, like like double, double barrel pump action. That's, that's just yeah. home defense at that point. Right. There you go. That's it. Yeah. So 50, you have 50, 50 shot at somebody and though the average person will likely die. If they're, if they're in close range, the average person will likely die if they get hit with a 12 gauge shotgun, which is appropriate. I have, I have this brilliant image in my head going through right now, just of, of, of Bobby tables, like running, running into a room and see somebody takes a shot with a pump action, turns into a baseball bat and just wangs them across the head. Like yep. giant full charge action. <laughs> get the tables stone cold tables versus stone cold steve austin i think tables would win it'd be a tables on tables match there you go <laughs> the ww superstar because this is the 90s yes this is the 90s so yeah so question this uh this character jimmy let's let's look at what he's got for his for his end results sanity of 60 magic points of of 12 now magic points are important even if you do not use magic because when your magic reaches zero you fall unconscious and right. a lot of uh of uh um uh cthulhu effects drain your magic points so if they drop to zero you fall unconscious which is just as good as dead if you're surrounded by bad things and hit points of 15 let's check out See Jimmy's by comparison. See Jimmy. Here's Jimmy. Sanity of 40, magic points of eight, but the same hit points. Same hit points. That's crazy. Not as much damage, obviously, but same hit points. Much less sanity, though. Bobby, uh, the, the reason his sanity is higher. I would, I would say is because Bobby grew up on, he grew up on the streets. He grew up beat and got beat. He learned how to fight. His mind is focused. He's a accomplished martial artist now. And so he, his mind is steady. It is centered. Whereas Jimmy grew up rich, no mommy. His mind is a little more scattered. He's an artist, author, psych major he's a little more flighty he's not as grounded that's why his sanity isn't isn't uh, isn't as big in there and uh uh the the magic points like i said they only matter if uh if you use magic or you're being affected by magic but let's let's take a look at the skills obviously uh jimmy is a little more rounded he can afford a lot more um he has obviously the, the schooling 
history, library use, all that stuff that is out of combat, out of combat important. Um, he speaks three languages. His persuade is outstanding, almost as good as Jimmy's fists. Is uh, I mean, almost as good as Bobby's fist is Jimmy's mouth. Almost, but almost. not quite. One percent. Psychology. Until, until you know something happens to Jimmy, and suddenly he opens his mouth, and a fist pops out at you. That'd be great. Yeah, pretty much that, right? Yeah. So we've got the base skill, handgun, twenty percent, d10 damage. That's great. Um. So yeah, outside of combat, Jimmy looks pretty good. Inside of combat, Jimmy looks. He doesn't suck because he has that. He has that plus d4, which means. In a, in a fisticuffs, it's going to be a D3 plus D4. So he's going to do an average of round down because that's what players should do. So uh, one plus two. He's going to do an average of three points of damage per punch, which is half of what Bobby does. Half. And and 25% chance less to actually strike. You know, it's, it's kind of interesting, though, looking at these character sheets side by side, completely unintentionally. They are very complementary characters, though. They are. I mean, if you if you, if you were to take all these together, characters and drop them into a game, you'd have you'd have a good investigator and you'd have a good muscle. Yes. Yes, you would. Together, these people would be the dynamic duo. They would be unstoppable mass. Uh, Jimmy is a woman. Yeah, we know. I know Ravenslayer. I made a mistake. I, I did not change the sex for Jimmy to male. I'm sorry. Pretend that's an M. I can't change it because I can't. Uh, wait, I can I? Nope. I gotta. I gotta buy it. All right. I'm not gonna buy. So pretend this is an M. Jimmy's a male. Just get over it. With a name with a name like Jimmy Suzuki, though, sex sex of F means funky fresh. Okay. Funky fresh. There you go. He, he's a philosophy major. He, he 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 probably believes in the fluid gender crap. All right. So, uh, yeah, which one would you want to play a Call of Cthulhu campaign starting as Jimmy or Bobby? Me personally? Yes. Are, are we are we assuming like full table? Yes. I, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm of two minds of this, right? I think Jimmy would be more fun to play Call of Cthulhu specifically with because Call of Cthulhu, Call of Cthulhu is a very narrative-styled game. There's a yeah. lot of storytelling, a lot of conversation, and Jimmy fits that role better. But I think, although the times to shine might be fewer, Bobby would just be more fun to do things with. Bobby is a more effective character at resolving situations because of a lot of those very physical skills. Um. If I were to sit down at a table and say, like, which one do I want to play more? Yes, I'm. I'm going to go with Bobby. Okay, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with Bobby. It, it's it's a character and a character archetype that, because I got more direct say in the background, of the pick, I'm more invested in it already. At that angle, um, I like the approach to it, and I'm already envisioning, you know the doing of things not so much the saying of things where with with jimmy i'm thinking well how would he say something in this situation to get out of it whereas with bobby it's how would i make sure that, that i am resolving the situation with my fists oh um, okay 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 so in in your mind jimmy's a schemer 
Yeah, in my in my mind, Jimmy, like because we have we have fast talk, we have the philosophy background, yep. we have the college, yep. we have the affluence, we have all of this stuff. Where I'm seeing Jimmy as, as being like, well, let me see if I can get all these parts working together against a common enemy or against themselves, so I can break them down from the inside. And right. while that can be fun in like a mentally puzzling kind of way, it's not something that I'd want to sit in a campaign and do because I know other people are going to get pissed off at that for one, two, I'd probably end up getting shot. And three, if Bobby was in the group with Jimmy, I'm sure Bobby would punch Jimmy in the face multiple times. Actually, no, uh, Bobby and Jimmy, it all, it all depends on, on how the person playing Jimmy role plays it because Jimmy can be Bobby's best friend. That's also true. And that's, I guess that's thinking about Jimmy. There's so there, there's a lot of time to shine, right? You have a lot of spotlight if you were to be playing Jimmy as a character because he is the mouthy character. Mm-hmm. Whether you play that as a sarcastic ass, a know-it-all, a down-to-earth idea guy, whatever, he is the character that has those particular kinds of social skills. Yeah. So you'd get a lot of spotlight time in there. But when it really came down to it, what would he when be the, doing? He'd be running. He'd be he'd be hiding behind a car, taking pot shots with his revolver, and then fumbling when he tries to reload. Like it adds comedy and character but it's not as fun as another character that might not be as mouthy and smart but can what run in there and still have these comedic things like yeah well what do you want to say to my fist i mean you can still do things that are engaging and fun that add to the the role playing that that move the story along that that work with the narrative but are also i don't engaging for the player and i think bobby is just way more engaging for the player for me as a player for you as a player okay all right so in this instance in this instance, Sauce Mouse has gone with uh, with liking the min max rather than the organic character. And other Which than I mean, other than investigator skills, I mean the min max obviously, I mean came out higher sanity points, better magic points, same hit points. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, all of that is figured characteristics off of your stats. Yeah. So if your stats are better, then guess what? Yeah. Exactly. Right. And, and, you know, the thing about Call of Cthulhu that I always try to keep in mind, too, is that, you know, they're, they're supposed to be an every man thrown into a, a, a horrific situation. Yes. Right. The, you know, it's it's almost kind of hard to say like outside of like your physical characteristics, your sanity, your hit points, magic points and the physical characteristics where the min maxing goes, because if you're going for skill base, that is a min max that makes sense also. And in a certain sense, Jimmy's kind of got that, too. It's very specialized for a different set of skills, though. That is true. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy. Uh, um, he is. He is. Uh, he ended up being min maxed, just in the other way. But he did it organically. He did it, you know, because of you. You made a couple of choices. Um. To to uh, you know how many points to put into skills, but since you went to college, you had to choose, you had to, you had to choose a major, you had to choose it, you had to choose that you had to, you, your choices were limited, but you were still able to place skill points where you wanted them. Yeah. And with, I mean, with the exception of like persuade, which is at 75, there's a lot of things that, that Jimmy can do that are, that are more like good. Day, but average like, there's, there's a lot of forties and fifties that I'm seeing in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot, lots of fifties, lots of forties, uh, so it's like you have you have a person that's 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 damn good well, at a well lot bonded, of stuff yeah. as, a per, as opposed to Bobby, who's just really good at doing a couple things specifically. Right. Yep. Yep. But uh, Jimmy, like, Jimmy is is a more uh, sustainable, real person. Yeah. Like for for skills, I almost want to have that more that breadth to them, right? Yeah. Like 
if, if you know, thinking again in, in a in a tabled setting, Bobby's going to kind of sit back in the background for most interactions during a narrative until you get to an action beat. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jimmy is going to be that person that gets to shine during those narrative moments because there's so many skills that can be relied on to to, to push those yeah. forward. That is true. I mean, just I, his uh, persuade and psychology alone are going to get him out of so much crap. Oh yeah, and his and his fast talk. He, he got up to twenty five. That that's for like uh that's for like uh, f- fast talk and persuade are uh. Think of it. Think of fast talk as a time as a as an elevator pitch. Persuade. You mm-hmm. have to convince them in that moment. Boom, of something that they may or may not believe in. But persuade is the same thing. But you have time. You have time to to lead them down that primrose path to get to the conclusion that you want them to have. So th- that's the difference between the persuade skill and the fast talk skill. Fast talk is immediate, has to happen now. Elevator pitch, 11 seconds, go. And persuade is you have time to sit down, have a drink with them, talk them into it. Yeah. Fast, no, Eddie, I, uh, fast Eddie from the 80s. <laughs> that's right. And those are, I mean, those are all really good skills too. And and yeah, you know, another, another, I mean, and I'm, I'm just like, I'm like comparing and contrasting now. The one other pronounced difference too is, is like, if you're to set these two characters down side by side on a table and say, pick which one you'd like to play, the player would really have to choose. Like, do they want a character that has to have that narrative driven style skill based gameplay where you're actually talking and role playing more often? Or do you want to be the guy that like, I don't need to say much. I just got to punch shit. Like different players might gravitate towards a different one, depending on how they want to shine or uh, interact in the gaming right. atmosphere. Right, and I, I always find it funny that uh, sanity in, in Call of Cthulhu is uh, uh, during a long-term campaign. Your starting sanity almost doesn't matter. Almost, I mean, if you get like a starting twenty, starting sanity of twenty, it matters. Okay, sorry, but uh, you know, anything forty and higher is fine. It's the more you understand, the, the, the smarter you are, the more you get it, the worse off you're, go- you're going to end up in the end. Yep. Yeah, because it's, it's, a, it's a slow drain thing. I mean, when oh, you yeah. take a sanity hit, it's always like one, one point, maybe one, two. two three. Really at, at, at worst, six. Yeah, ten, and if you're, if you're starting, if if you're starting like at 40, I mean. Thing, but you're usually taking onesies, twosies. Yeah, I mean, you know, thinking like about that. thinking about the uh, the the Call of Cthulhu game that that you ran uh, a couple months back, I think the largest sanity hit anybody took was a, a grand total of maybe four points in, yep. in that during that session. Yeah, and I mean that was one session. So if you started at forty, that's ten sessions before you go completely bonkos. Right, and of course, the if, uh, succeeding in tasks or or getting a skill above eighty something percent gives you an automatic bonus to uh sanity yeah yeah so it is, so it is an interesting game, game for like long-term campaigns successful psychoanalysis can you regain sanity and uh there there are ways to increase your maximum sanity by by increasing your uh your power will increase your maximum sanity. it won't give you points back but it'll it'll increase your ceiling yeah so there's all there's plenty of stuff you can do Uh, it says here, uh, high intelligence is detriment in Cthulhu. Yes, it is. Yes, it is detriment. Yeah, we get it. Fling phones. Fling phones? Fling- 
Oh, phones. Oh, that's right. That's, I've, yeah. I've effing phones, but I like effing the idea phones. of clinging right. phones. Yeah, effing phones. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Okay, so that is that is our segment for uh, organic and min-max. In this instance, uh, Sauce Mouse was more was more driven to his min-max character because he spent uh, he spent so much time with it that it be it became. Uh, if I'm saying this correctly, it, it just it just became more important to you. It, you yeah, no, it, it, that that character made more sense to me because I put more more thought and effort into it instead right. of saying, "Well, these are the random roles. What can I make out of this?" Right. Okay, and and that makes perfect sense, and that makes perfect sense. Now there are other games like Star Trek Adventures, like we did last week, that have a much more robust life path system. That uh, that take you along for a ride, and perhaps and uh, Call of Cthulhu does not have that, so I had to make it up. So yeah. uh, and again, it, I, I do want to couch all this in you know the idea that call the Call of Cthulhu game is a narrative style game too. So you're really playing yes. the character. If we were doing like a a, a a life path generation thing versus min maxing in you know in some some standardized d20 style world that could be a completely different outcome too. Just because are you playing to play the character? Or are you playing because you hit hard? Right. Exactly. Yes. And if you're in a long-term campaign, maybe, maybe Jimmy is going to look a little better because over the long-term Jimmy has more perks. Jimmy has more, more of uh, ability to, to get stuff done to, uh, um, you know, just, uh, just he, he's, he's got, he's got more opportunity to be a fully fleshed out character, even yeah. if he didn't really start that way. Yes, Bobby. Bobby starts. He starts starting off with one skill: winning a fight. Yeah, that's he's a one trick pony. That that's what he does. Now he could skill up later on in other things, but skilling up in in Call of Cthulhu is kind of hard. Yeah, you, I mean, for the entirety of a campaign, you'd be basically with Bobby stuck in that kind of typecast role. You are yeah. the bruiser. That's what you do, and you just yeah. wait until it's your turn. Right, and that that's that's the problem with. Uh, with the uh, call of Cthulhu uh, and experience and, uh, and uh, gaining it. Um, if you, if you min max, put all of your points into one thing, it's really only easy to keep increasing your specialties. It's much harder to increase the things you're not good at because to increase them first, you have to su succeed. Doing that. <laughs> you gotta you gotta do them to get anywhere with it exactly you, you have to you have, do if you don't even have that skill, you generally can't even use them exactly so yeah so jimmy is kind of stuck in a campaign you have to understand that that i'm sorry bobby bobby is kind of stuck in a campaign in his role jimmy has the ability to grow in directions bobby does not yep so if you're playing a campaign you have to keep that in mind as well Sometimes I just like turning my, my mind off and hitting stuff though. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Get the tables. <laughs> it's funny. And you know, of course, okay. if, I, if I was ready to play Bobby too, I mean, I mean, since, since all like the, the WWE attitude era stuff came in there, I'd, I'd have to give him like some, some like crazy raspy voice. I'd have to say brother every three, every three or four words. Yes, you would, I mean, I, I mean, you, he's he's so much he's so much of a one-dimensional character that you really have to do something to make him stand out somehow to have fun with it. Otherwise, right. he's just really good at doing that one thing. Yeah, you uh, you have to make sure that the people around you don't just look at you like a goomba, like you. 
okay, it's your turn. Go. No, they right. have to, you know, you have to, you have to give yourself a personality. Yeah, so other, I, other I, people I think, see you as real. And that's, and that's part of the reason, like, I think Bobby's really fun, but what makes him fun for me is like, he is that one trip pony, but then I like, how do I inject character into that? That makes it more interesting. Like, uh, okay, he's, he's really good at this, but it's like, does he ever like sit in a bar and be like, man, everybody always comes to me is like, Hey, you're the guy that can beat people up. Why don't you do this for me? No one ever says, Hey man, would you like to go out and have a sandwich with me? Maybe, you know, throw back a beer, have a conversation about the good old days. No, fuck that. I'm fucking, I'm Bobby goddamn tables. Okay. Everyone wants to say, Hey, punch this. Hey, punch that. Break down this door. You know, I'm tired of this shit. Like. <laughs> You gotta, you have to do something to make it more than that one-dimensional character. And I think there, there's, to me, more chance for Bobby there than there is for Jimmy. But I, I agree. Know, Jimmy, Jimmy you can go a lot of ways with. Jimmy can go a lot of ways with. He he could be the the scheming scumbag, you know, from a rich family. That that's the easy route, right? But uh, with his with his uh, psychology degree, he could uh, he could go the other way. You know, he could want to better himself, make other people around him better. That's where he gets his persuade skill in. He may, may, maybe he's active with the community. You know, may, may, maybe he's running for alderman. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he's trying to make the world a better place. That's why his persuade skill is so high. And again, this is, this is one of those great things with Call of Cthulhu that you might not do in, in other, you know, maybe more hack and slash oriented games. You can spend time on those character developments. But again, I, you know, I want to throw back to what Heathen Dog had said too. Jimmy's got a wider breadth of skills. So even though the, the, the advancement in Call of Cthulhu is more limited, Jimmy would have more pathways to go from where Bobby would just be hyper-focused. Right, right. Uh, yeah, but Bobby has, has the Fezzik problem. <laughs> Bobby has the Fezzik problem where, where uh, uh, in in the system of Call of Cthulhu, you have to su you have to succeed at a skill to be able to increase it. Bobby, his he he, all of his skill points are in one direction, so he's only likely to succeed in those skill points, in 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 those particular skills. So you know, and as a skill gets higher, it gets increasingly harder to to advance in and since he has tens and fives and ones and 20s and the other stuff he's not going to succeed as well whereas jimmy he's more rounded he's got sure he's got a couple of 75s but he's got a higher level of education so he's got lots more 30s 40s and 50s that can succeed in and grow so he can choose that path up there so yep. yeah it's up, you know, it, it's it's your choice. But in this instance, let's go back to, uh, I didn't, I didn't have and the segment instance, one banner just, up the entire time. I suck. But yeah. in this instance of organic character versus min-max, min-max one. It's sad for everyone, but that's the way it is. Now, yep. everyone, everyone here watching live on YouTube, stick around. We got segment two. Everyone watching on Memorex later on this week, uh, check out segment two. That's good. That's going to come out, uh, at some other time. Memorex. That's, that is calling out you, you, the generation of your viewers right there. <laughs> the generation of me anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I still, yeah. I still wish I had that badass chair from those old Memorex commercials. Though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Not that the high arm chair, leather chair. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I got you. Now segment two. We're gonna uh, we're gonna talk about uh, intellectual property and tabletop role playing games. Now, uh, obviously, Call of Cthulhu goes into that. Last week, Star Trek Adventures goes into that. There are a lot, especially coming out now. Dune is coming out soon. It's already been pre-released to some people. 
Uh, Alien is recent. Conan, recent. Uh, um, it's uh, in the last couple of years, many tabletop role-playing games uh, have come out based on established intellectual property, either from books or movies. Do you think that's a good thing? I mean, uh, no, number one, do you think it's a good thing? And number two, would you play one? And if you did, which which one would you play or have you played? And which one is your favorite? Sauce Mouse, do you think that uh, tabletop role-playing games based on established IPs are generally good or generally bad? And why? Like, like the systems in them or just the fact that they exist? The fact that they exist. Because the fact that they exist, I, I'm I'm all for that. I mean many many people they, there's a reason that people play in pre-run or pre-generated worlds not everybody not everybody has the time to sit down and make their own campaign world for example some people are parts of fandoms and they want to exist within that or have their own stories and that, if they want to tell their own stories inside that fandom great like give here are the systems within which you can do that that's that's totally fine yep and uh for for raven's lair who uh who just said you know dune ttrpg is re-releasing yes it is i'm going to share the, their website with you is it is it a full re-release or is it an overhaul of of like the old old one it is uh now it's a it's a 2d20 type game boom there it is yeah pre-order now get the full pdf it's from uh, Mod modifius entertainment Seize control of Arrakis with these starter bundles. Control the spice, control the universe with these accessories. Yo. Ooh, the melange dice set. It's the right color. That's a good color. And then there's the Arrakis dice set. I would not I mean, spend... that, that just looks like cancerous flesh, though. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Uh, December 2020 uh, was the pre-order date. And uh, I know that Craft uh, Crafty has uh, has a pre-release uh, PDFs that he's reading, and he's going to be here on the twenty fifth. He's going to be here Sunday, the the twenty fifth, to tell us all about the new the new Dune uh, RPG. This one, I feel like that was a great opportunity to to do that in like monster truck show voice, and you missed out oh, on yeah. it. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. He's going to be here on the 25th. Show up, show up early. We're going to be going through this, that, and everything else with Haven Dog and Crafty Matt Craft. I mean, you could have gone the whole nine yards with it. Yeah, I could have. I didn't. Oh, well. That's that's bad. But yes, uh, the so, you know, so you you believe that... Uh, that uh, um, I mean, yeah, in general... Like, playing games based on IPs can be a good thing. Oh, they, they certainly, I mean, it, it probably, I, I don't know if I say it goes too far, but maybe it gets taken out of proportion when you get to things like Golden Girls, the TTRPG, things, yeah. things like, like Dallas. Dallas had a freaking tabletop role-playing game. Why? I don't know, but it, it does exist. There are some things that are that are obvious, obvious money grabs, but for things where it kind of makes sense, like a Dune TTRPG makes sense. It's a vast, broad world. Great. Um, stuff like Star Trek, vast, broad world. I mean, you can do stuff within there without interacting with like the famous people of notoriety. They are broad worlds that exist. When you get to something that's super 
super like uh, kind of niche or specialized, that's where it gets a bit weird because then it just seems like you're going to the realm of like slash fic or something, which is its own separate thing and nothing necessarily yeah. wrong with that. But it's like when you get so hyper focused, are you really doing like em embracing the whole TTRPG thing or are you just trying to make like your own story that you're pushing on others? Is it, or are you just trying okay. to expand an existing narrative? Let me try and sum up what you're saying. As long as the IP that the game is based on is big enough, has has room for all, has has a has a, a grand lore, lots of history, lots of room to play inside, then it's good. But if it's an IP that, uh, like say Friday the Thirteenth tabletop role playing game or Halloween the role playing game with Mike Myers, that's a little that's not broad enough it, it's it the the scope is too narrow for an actual functional tabletop role-playing game yeah, is that I, the I, kind of thing I, you're saying? yeah i think like with with stuff like say friday the 13th or halloween you can still have fun with them sure but there's but a point where it, goes, where it goes I mean, from you like have a one TTRPG. bad guy in both yeah. that well, it, it, there's a point where I think it goes from like a TTRPG to something like, say, Hero Quest, for example, where you're basically like laying out a, a pre-done map and you're running right. through an existing thing. There's 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 that kind of TTRPG, and then there's the sandbox kind. And I think IPs have a lot of area where they can be really good for those sandbox styles. Right. But you're right with stuff like Friday the Thirteenth or Halloween, where you're basically putting together a scenario where you know what's going to happen. It's I don't. It's a different kind of thing. I, I has it's, it is a TTRPG in the sense that you're playing it on a tabletop, but sure. are you really role playing or are you like playing a really advanced version of Trouble? Okay, fair enough. That that's actually yeah, that's actually fair. And uh, I'm going to talk about that again when we uh, when we go to Alien. But uh, Mark uh, has a comment. Problem I see is when a publisher loses the rights to that property. When this happens, you are no longer able to get new content for that property running said system. This has happened several times, especially with uh, Robotech and uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for Palladium. Yeah, I mean, for, for video game wise uh, too, even Friday the 13th fell in the same whole oh thing. Yeah, oh yeah, and uh, 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 Shadowrun and, and Earth Dawn. Now you there is Earth on Fourth Edition and there's Shadowrun Sixth Edition, whatever. But when they were both under old FASA, 80s and early 90s FASA, they were they they had they had a plan. They were the same world, just two different times. And so they they were going to go along a parallel path. They had a plan for the future. But when when FASA broke up, you know, original FASA broke up and sold off the properties to two different two different publishers it ruined that that idea and with with uh robotech um with the old harmony gold thing suing everyone right right and left palladium lost the ability to keep going with that and uh uh what was the other one uh teenage mutant ninja turtles was a problem as well i mean uh Palladium had to change it to after the bomb and according to max Liao, it's not as good teenage, teenage mutant ninja turtles was better you know, so uh, you're no longer going to get to where we already got that. OGGM, the same thing. Yeah, Robotech licensing is exactly right. Uh, Mar Hawkins says Friday the 13th was a stupid legal BS. The IP owner didn't revoke the license. A third party sued them over legal technicality. That's a matter of interpretation. Hey, you know what? Copyright troll, be, be trolling. 
No, I mean, IP is a wild place anyway. Yeah, they, you know, everyone, everyone wants a slice of a pie that looks good. So there you go. And especially when you have like you have you have IP rights, but they might go to the the creator, but they might also go to a publisher or a producer, right, or a designer. Like it can be everywhere, and it's it's who has a say and who has a stake in something, and who can make those ultimate determinations. It gets really flipping wild. It gets muddy. Lawyers have to handle that, and that could take years. It like, does take years. Done realistically, done. yes, years. Now, uh, uh, one of the RPGs I want to talk about that falls in between uh, too narrow focus and a big enough world is Alien. The Alien tabletop role-playing game. You only have one antagonist. The alien. The xenomorph. But it's not the same xenomorph xenomorphs are can be anywhere they're not everywhere but they can be anywhere they could be on your ship they could be on your planet could be could be could be could be so you can have a a uh, a campaign without the same xenomorph a different xenomorph and still have fun all right but you're still only fighting a xenomorph now depending on the setting what do you think about that? I mean, I don't know. Per- personally, and is this, I'm going to get here's, yeah, here's, here's my personally. straight up opinion, right? Personally, yep. I would be bored with something like that. And and the reason that I would be bored with something like that is although I really enjoy kind of like the the broad alien lore stuff. I I mean, it's a great franchise. Typically, yeah. there's there's some outliers that are not, but yeah. um, typically, like. It's a good. It's a good franchise. There's a lot of really neat stuff that happens in there. Whether you're going to like like corporate espionage from Wayland Utani, or you're mm-hmm. somewhere out on a planet on a mining rig, and there's a xenomorph or something. Like there's some there's some fun stuff. But when you when you're basically just put into a different scenario, where it's the same marine. thing over and over again. Yeah. You know, you might be solving problems a different way. You might be a space marine. And you have a gun. You might be on a mining rig, and you've got uh, an auto loader. You know, whatever it happens to be, you're still facing against the same enemy. And it's really at that point, and this is where I think the the difference might come into play is whoever's running the game, how they set up those encounters. Because if they're just doing it in a formulaic style, it would get really boring having the same enemy. It's like, oh, we know what this is. Whether you're whether you're trying to play like a you know, an unknowing character, or you're going to meta game it. You still basically know what's going on. Okay. Well, Indigo Dragon says the alien RPG greatly expands on that concept to include the non, a lot of non alien focused campaigns. Now, how is that possible? Indigo Dragon? How is that possible? Legion says, uh, has more than Xenomorphs, but it really shines in cinematic play more than campaign play. Now I understood this about the game that there are two types of way to play it campaign mode and cinematic mode cinematic mode is the thing that that we were talking about just now like you are facing a xenomorph you are in a confined space you have to survive long enough to escape that is the that is the cinematic form of play but they also have a campaign form of play and i believe that's what indigo dragon was talking about that uh in the campaign mode of play you know it's not just xenomorphs or they, they have, they have other stuff. I don't know what other stuff there is because I've never read the book. Uh, Max Liao has the book, which is why he says this. Uh, Indigo says the game focuses on three categories, space truckers, colonial Marines and colonists. Basically what we said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, miners, 
col uh, Marines and colonists. Now, all three can experience Xenomorph or all three can experience other things. Like uh, the the uh, colonists can can be trapped on the ship, not with a Xenomorph, but with a ship that is slowly degrading because Wayland utanis parts were, were cut corners and the ship is falling apart around them. They're not going to make it to their colonizable planet. Yeah. And I mean, the ba the base question, like, is, is it a good thing to have these IPs going into the TTRPG realm? Sure. Can they always be fun? I don't know. And yeah. again, that's what, like, like if, if we're looking at like campaign versus cinematic for one, you know, again, my thought is going to be who's running the game and how is it set up? If it's cinematic, great. You have basically a, a giant escape room. Or if you're going to do something more action oriented, you end up with something that would be akin to like a game of X crawl, uh, right. which is basically smash TV, TTRPG. Right. Um, if you're doing the campaign world, you can explore things. You can have like interesting, you know, psychological horror, oppressive environments, a ship falling apart, or you're stranded on a on a wasteland planet, like all kinds of weird crap. But it really comes down to like who is running the game, and what are they trying to achieve with it? You, right. If a person isn't comfortable with that, it can be terrible, and it has nothing to do with the IP. Okay, well here we go. Uh, Missa, uh, who is who is a uh, vocal in our Discord. Uh, says that can't the alien be not a xenomorph? I mean, wasn't the thing that they tried to do in Prometheus? Uh, the idea seemed cool enough, but the execution was really bad. You're right, the execution was bad. I mean, it was I mean poorly, Prometheus it was, was just alien written. retold. Yeah, it was it was pretty poorly written. But uh, yeah, I'm sure you know. Uh, in fact, the OGGM says the alien RPG has two antagonists because they also have the predator. I mean, completely off topic, but that was both an unexpected and a very great franchise crossover they did that became effectively ABP, canon. Yeah. Like, it, it always surprised me when it did happen, but I was so pleased because it added flavor to the Xenomorphs beyond just being, you know, death machines. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, when, when, I, when I think Xenomorph, I think Zerg from StarCraft. You know, they are they are a force of nature. If they get a hold on your planet, they just spread like bacteria. There's, there's, there's just no stopping it. I mean, it's a wave, endless wave and wave of just crawling death. Yep. And that's what the Zerg are. You know, so I kind of kind of think of it like that. Um, let's see. Uh, Prometheus... Uh, goes with the idea that Xenos aren't a natural species, but rather a creation of an ancient race. Actually, the uh, Prometheus went with uh, they 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 were a creation uh, to exterminate um, races that the precursor people uh, did not did not think were successful. But then uh, one of them got got into one of them and evolved into what we see later on in the old uh alien movie as a fully what we know to remember to be a full xenomorph yeah the the, the proto xenomorph uh indigo says the predator is not in the alien rpg predator will be a different license well they 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 shared enough movies together well that, there, there's uh, the there are the comic oh, series yeah. that it spawns out of also but they are technically owned by different organizations different, different people, people yeah okay all right. Well, all right. Again, it's one of those weird licensing IP things. Okay. Okay. So, so alien, alien is a little in a, in a bit of a weird space, right? A little bit of weird space, but uh, say Lord of the Rings or Star Trek, Star Wars, uh, Dune, Conan, 
you know, the, these are all, uh, these are all in the complete other side. Like the, all of them have huge worlds, plenty of sand in, in the sandbox. Uh, there are stories and movies written about the main characters, but there is enough information given as canon to where you can live in the same world and never meet up with Conan the Barbarian or never meet up with Picard or Luke Skywalker and still have a good time playing yeah. that world. Yeah. Now, I mean, Sauce Mouse, how many of these IP games have you played? Let's see. I have played... I played I played Conan. I played some Conan spin-offs also, like um by, 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 yeah, Barbarians of Lemuria, for example. Okay. Um that I, that may be the only IP one I played that is not from like Dragonlands or Forgotten Realms or something like that. You never played Star Wars, Star Trek? Oh no, I take it back. I did play Star Wars. I played a I played a bunch of Star Wars about old, twenty old years Star ago. Star Wars or the Modifius Star Wars? Uh, it was I shit. I'm trying to remember now. Gotch. Um, I don't remember. I frankly, I don't remember. I remember enjoying it. I played it briefly. I've done that. I re I remember. I have. I've also played the really bad D6 Marvel TTRPG. Oh God, no, not not the D6 one. Jesus. Yeah, no. I played the D like the D6 one with the with the red jewels in it system. Oh, that was <laughs> the terrible. power of Christ compel you. Oh God, power that was of terrible. Christ compel you. And it's like, no. like, I guess maybe here's 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 something that maybe this is an interesting point too, right? I, I apparently like thinking about it uh, more more directly. There are some some ex some IPs that I played games of. They're not memorable, and that may maybe because of the the style of the game, who ran it, how long they're in there. But like they're not memorable. And what I remember is like the Marvel one. I remember it being absolutely horrific. I don't can't tell you why, but I can tell you that I have a knee jerk reaction right here. Marvel TTRPG to be like, no 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 no, stay away. Okay, yeah the the one that I played uh, is the is the '80s version uh, using a D100. Yeah, there's a D100. There's a D21 out, isn't there? Also, and, and that came out I don't there. know. There, there, there's one with with cards too. That I don't oh, that's know. weird. Yeah, yeah they they don't have a great history of. I mean, if you're gonna play a superhero, go do like Silver Age Sentinels or something. If you want something in that realm, uh, Heroes Unlimited. Heroes is, Unlimited, yeah, is my go-to champions. Or use champions and build out map. your own. Yeah. Yeah, champions. Hell, even even Besson like probably has a better hero system. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I would. Yes, I mean, you just build build it build a Sentai squad. Yes, but anyway, uh, back to back to the IP. Uh, people in chat, there's, there's a lot of of going on about the about who owns what with the uh, with the whole uh, um, alien and predator thing. Go on in the chat. You know, I, so, so OGGM has a comment. There's this alien RPG is among us. And that's one of those great, great ideas there too, right? Like if you're going to do that cinematic style escape room type thing, that's a great way to do it where you yeah. can have fun with players is like a quick one-off here and there. Like you can have fun with some of these limited IPs, yeah. I think. And it's, it's that kind of thinking that makes them work. Yep. And uh face rip for the win. That's the, uh, the, the, those are the stats for the, for the D 100 Marvel. Uh, oh, look at that! O OGGM says plus ten thousand points for for saying for saying sentence. Look at that! That's nice. Yay! Uh, yeah, let's see. Indigo Dragon says it's the author. Sentai. Yeah, uh, if the author, uh, the author, if the alien RPG who works for Fox and maintains the world bibles of these franchises has talked about this in interviews, talked about what? 
according to the Fox, oh, Alien Predator and Alien vs. Predator movies are three different universes, three different licenses. Okay. I mean, I, I believe that. I mean, they are, they okay. are kind of their own self-contained things. Okay, so if if the Alien RPG got a hold of the Alien v, v Predator license or got, or, you know, bought the ability to use it in their game, then you can have Predators in Alien. Go, going RPG. further, if, if I remember right, AVP, the, the theatrical series, is not affiliated with the comic AVP and it's not affiliated with the video game AVP. Like, they're all so, completely separate IPs. Wow, okay. Then that just got real, real murky, real murky bad. So, uh, IPs. Where we're standing now is as long as the as the as the intellectual property has created enough room in their world, so a non-main character can live their life in it, it will more more than likely be a successful tabletop RPG. But if the if the original IP canon is too narrow, too focused, too too myopic to fit someone who doesn't at least tangentially know the main characters, would you agree that would not be a good one? Yeah, yeah, it's I, it might be a good board game, but yeah. I don't know if I'd call it a TTRPG. Right. I don't know okay. if it allows the room for you to role play. I got that. I can go with that. So, uh, Star Wars, good one. Star Trek, good one. Conan, uh, Dune. Um, uh, what else? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Robotech. All of those have all, the, all those big, wide ones where they've yeah, they've, big, huge, wide world stuff. They, they built out the world so that you can live within it, as opposed right. to building out right. a character so that you can face off against it. Yeah, I mean, and. In, in in Robotech, even in the even in the original Macross saga, you can be a Veritech pilot and never meet Rick Hunter. Yep. You know, you you yeah, could be you, a you death. Can, you can exist pilot. completely separately of any of the characters. That, exactly. That there, there is a giant city in the SDF one. You will never meet Minmay. You mean you 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 may be at a concert where she sings, but you'll never meet her. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the the the, the my, my equivalent in my brain is to go go to go to go to Tolkien, go to you know Lord of the Rings realm. You can you can play a game in Middle Earth and never meet anybody. You can yeah. play a game on Kryn in, in the Dragonlands world and never meet anybody. You can exist in these worlds and have your own stories apart right. from anything. All they've done is set a framework there for you to sandbox in. And and to me, that's just an important part of what makes a TTRPG a TTRPG, a world for you to exist in apart from any particular set of franchised characters. Okay. All right. So for, uh, for you, the uh, specific IP would not be as important as a properly framed out, fleshed out world. Yep. Yep. Okay. That, that makes perfect sense. And, and a successful TTRPG based on IP would have to have that caveat. I, I would have, say, so. yeah, it has to have the world. It can't just be, here's a list of characters that you're playing with or against. It has to be, here is the world in which you exist. Exactly. And of course, yes, Tolkien's world lore, only a fraction of it, of it's in the movies. Yeah, there's so many books on just what, on Tolkien's notes that he made while he, while he was writing the, oh, yeah. the original I, trilogy you know that that because to you know to make an elf he had to make the elven language he had to make the elven society but not all of it got in the movies and books so 
you know, there, there are whole volumes posted about not post, but whole volumes made about the entire history of the Elven race. Oh yeah, it's, it's insane. Race. I mean, this is this is one of one of my one of my kind of hot takes that people often don't like. Tolkien, horrible story storyteller. Lord of the Rings trilogy, terrible books, horrible. But they're absolutely dull and boring. Especially Two Towers. Is, I I had to stop that. Amazing world builder. He gives you a place where you can live, where these characters can exist, and it feels like that's where they belong. And that's what's really spectacular about Tolkien. And of course, it is important not to write your book like the Star Trek Adventure did. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is. It is important not to not not to uh, be a be a bad writer. Yeah, <laughs> moving, moving from IP to like a codified system, that's that's a whole different thing. Like you can have a great IP that like this makes sense in a world, and put out a terrible book and make it unplayable. Oh yeah. Uh, OG says there, there's still huge gaps of time that we know nothing about in ME. So yeah, ME is a perfect example of an IP that has a lot going on. ME? Either Middle Earth or, Middle Earth or Mass Effect. Because Mass Effect was talked about earlier also. Oh, it was? Okay. All right. Well, both. Yes, the uh, Ma Mass Effect has a lot of lore. For a video game, I was surprised. Oh yeah, it's 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 surprisingly well fleshed out that you just Middle don't Earth. He met he met Middle Earth. Yes. And yeah, Middle Earth, like like I said, Tolkien had so much stuff he he made up just so he could justify putting like 10% of it in the book. You know? So there's all that stuff that that that's out there that can be used in the role-playing game, and you'll never have to see a main character ever. Yep. Ever. And almost nothing they do will affect your world in any way. Yeah, unless yeah. unless whoever's running the game puts you in like middle of a crucial story. Yeah, yeah, and then then, the, then, then that gets weird. Then that gets weird. That, that that's another thing. That that is that that is. Uh, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because what do you think about game masters who try and interject player characters into established IP main characters' path? Like, how does that go historically? I mean, I think it's lazy storytelling, first off. Yeah. Um, it's also like, like, hey, we're going to, you know, you all know this story and you all know how it turns out, but we're going to put you in the middle of it and see what happens when suddenly you are followers or you somehow cross paths with 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 people of legend. It's like, like what, are you, what are you supposed to do? Get starstruck about this or something? Like, it just adds nothing to the game of substance. It's it's taking away from from the player's own kind of sense of agency and self. Like, look, this is this is our game. This is our story. Let us do what we want to do. Like, I don't care if they're taking some ring somewhere. I want to go kill a troll. Like, that's I, I don't know. It, it, it's it's to me, it's it's just like unnecessary. It, it, I'm not playing a game for the IP to to hobnob with the le people of legends i'm playing a game because i enjoy the world or i enjoy the story being told or whatever other reasons there and it's almost always not going to be because you know some some dudes on a quest of legend that i have nothing to do with you know what i would i would enjoy it as a as a game master doing that on one condition that the the player character not know who they met until after they're gone yeah i think so, that would be fun like I, I will do like a little caveat and that's and the caveat is is if if the the storyteller the game master the whomever is running it does it in such a way that they're like subtle nods or references or they're not obvious there's right. a difference between like you know you're you're in a you, you're in a tavern and 
hoity-toity group is there and they're just making a bunch of noise and being boisterous and annoying over the corner, but you don't really know who they are versus you've come across the path of, of a couple of hobbits and one of them is mumbling about some kind of ring thing. Like, okay, you're making it too obvious. Now you're just MacGuffining right. and everything and that's unnecessary. Right. Yeah. But I mean, uh, for uh, using the Hobbit for a thing, for example, um, there, there was, there was a time where, uh, in the in the it's just the movies are 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 more in my head where where pippin and what's his name the 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 uh, two moron hobbits they were they were alone on their own little separate adventure with with the with the tree folk for a while yeah you could meet up with them on the way to somewhere help them like point them in the right direction like which 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 way is this place again oh it's that way oh thanks man appreciate it and yeah. then you move on and yeah, you like don't just... know who they are until afterward. And like, wait a minute. Why, why are there a bunch of trees following them? Oh right. shit. I just, I just met Pippin. Fuck. Yeah. yeah it's, it's one of those know. things like, like, I think, especially if you're, if you're going to be playing in an IP, like your, your players aren't stupid. They know where they exist at, at that level, but it's fun. Like, it's like to, it's like, acknowledge that, that kind of intelligence, but in subtle ways, like there's a, there's a vast difference between, a, a slight nod to the IP to right. like throwing them into the main storyline. Right. And then of course, Mar Ackman says, Hey, you're, you're on the road. You're, you're attacked by goblins and uh, some, some, uh, some, some guy in, in black with the, uh, with a sword or two comes out and, and helps save you and says, no, I, I'm busy. I, you know, no problem. I just got to go. And you, you give him, you know, a reward, a small reward of some kind. He says, thank you. I'm on my way to this. So he goes, and then later on you figure out who he is right. because yeah. later on he becomes King and you're like, dude, that's the guy who saved us from the stuff. Yeah. Like subtle like, nods like that. 10 years ago, you know? Yeah. Absolutely like brilliant. That. Like those are always yeah, fun because it great. makes your characters. You're like, Oh, I was a part of something, even though you really weren't you really weren't, but, but it feels like you were there in some minor yeah. sense that really has no impact on the greater story. And that's yeah, always like, fun. I met that guy. Everyone's like, yeah, right. Whatever. You know, right. they're like, <laughs> yeah, no one, no one's going to believe you now, right. but you know, like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so, uh, um, for the most part, any significant, uh, interaction between player characters and established IP main characters in uh, an in an IP tabletop role playing game is bad. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd say or significant being like trying to in uh, push the characters into the main storyline of the IP. Right. Like, casual. Yeah, you are, casual you are helping them complete tasks. Like if let's just take a. Uh, Star Wars, the 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 episode four. You are red. You are red three. Mm hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and you are you are you know fighting with Luke Skywalker. Is that good? Is that bad? I don't think it's a great start. Yeah, I think that's that's where the line gets murky, right? Because you're, yeah. in, you're in kind of a crucial area. Now, if it's like you're red three and you're going through training routines before getting transferred, so like you can have those crossovers a little bit. But when you're put right, into a right. crucial storyline where you know the outcome because it's predetermined, exactly, you are now part of part of the main plot that you know the outcome of. The only thing you can do now is screw it up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Uh, Indigo, Indigo Dragon. Dragon says, right there. Yep. 
Yeah, one of the problems with IPs is when you have a lore junkie players that rely too much on official canon to make sure the game doesn't stray from canon. Yeah, see that that's that's again that's the problem. If your IP isn't broad enough, if if your IP doesn't have enough world building already built into it, and you try and put it into a tabletop role playing game, you're going to run into this problem. You're going to be too close to the plot of the story or movie. And then you're going to get the player that's going to either want to run away from that or get gravitated toward that instead of doing their own thing. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's kind of where the argument of like, how's the, how's the the game master running the game, but also how are the players approaching the IP also? Are they yeah. coming to the table expecting to be part of this big thing? Or are they coming to the table because they like the word, the world or the, the lore or whatever else? I mean, an IP by itself can exist and be great, but if you have shitty players or a shitty game master, it's still going to suck. Okay, so uh, the best way to approach an IP, in your opinion, would it be um, the game master saying, hey, we're in the same world. We are not going to ever meet any main characters. We're going to exist in this world. There is going to be a timeline of events, depending on how long you guys live. I mean, I, I don't know if I'd go that specific with it. I mean, to say that like, you're never going to meet the main characters because there could be a clever nod somewhere or the characters might do something odd. Oh, that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you you start off telling the players, yeah, hey, you like, know what? Like you if it's never going to significantly impact the 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 main storyline of this yeah. world. Like, here's here's the in. world that we're playing in. These are the things that exist. Yeah. This is this is the era that it's occurring in. But you're over here somewhere else doing your own shit. You don't even have right. You don't even exactly. Know you have happening. no. You have you do. You are not the main character in this world. You're the main character in your story, in our story at this table, but in this world as a whole, Luke Skywalker exists and he trumps whatever bullshit you want to do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, Mar Hawkman's got to put, set your set your game session in a hole in the lore. Look, if you try to put something too close to the story IP, you're going right. to run into issues. Whether it's because you're going off script from the IP, or you have a player that's like, "Well, it's supposed to be this because this is canon." If you find those little areas where they're not completely fleshed out, it gives you some room to have that game somewhere. Right, right. Uh, Missa says, "Think in a world like Trek, it'd be it could work as a sort of a sort of episodic thing." Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, th thank you for the for the fifty bits right over there. Uh, uh, stuff like uh, there is a uh, an X Files tabletop role playing game. I don't I don't know if you can still buy it, but there was one. That doesn't surprise and me. It worked because uh, of of the first season's episodic format. Just like the uh, the Tia uh, the, the original series Star Trek had. The episodic format it had a the, the beginning of the episode gave you a problem tribes and tribulations solve the problem at the end of 40 minutes and you're good to go and then it just you you can keep doing that over and over again with stuff like star trek stuff like star wars and x files and stuff like that you can do that you you can you can uh uh you you can uh do single shot stories but all of them are connected by the same thread of the world that is possible yeah yeah i mean it's 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 the it's the same as uh as Even doing module after module after module in dungeons and dragons you're using module 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 as as long as you can somehow thread the modules together and do into a coherent way like jump from one to the next in a way that makes sense there you go
Yeah, or you see this often in in uh, like superhero campaigns where they're set into issues. You might have a one shot here and there, but you you know an issue is like a full mini story arc, and then you move to the next thing, and you can jump around a little bit if you want. You have you have that grace. Yep. Yep. So okay, so uh, you and I have landed on uh, if you have a, a tabletop role playing game based on IP that that IP better have a significant world built a significant world world with room to grow room to fit your character in without ever having to interact with the main storyline of the original ip yep yeah for, for, a, for a ttrpg to work right i'd say that's that's hands down gotta have it there it ha the world has to exist without the story that you know it for Okay, so uh, what do you think? What do you think in chat? Um, Indigo says, uh, I'd use the alternative dark matter setting beyond the supernatural or fear itself for an X-Files game over the official X-Files RPG. Fair enough. I didn't I didn't say it was good, all right? I didn't say the X-Files <laughs> game was We good. make no claims about the quality of the games we're talking about. No claims about. about it. I read it one time like 20 years ago. I never played it. I was like, mm -hmm, yep, that exists. And then it moved on with my life. You know, I was never an X-Files fan to begin with, you know, I thought it was all right, but I wasn't a huge fan. Yeah. And, and some of the, some of them too, are, I mean, they're very much money grabs. Like this is really, right. this is really, you know, really a big thing right now. Let's make a, a crappy game on it because we can stack the name on and make a few extra bucks. Right. And you that's know, where OGGM comment comes in. It also depends on the system. If you have, if you have a good system behind your yeah. game, then it's, it's going to do better. It doesn't matter what's based on. It's just going to do better. Yeah, I mean, there's there's levels to it. I, mean, I mean, fun fundamentally, if the IP is good and you can build stuff in there, great. It goes mm -hmm. to the next part. If you put a good a good system behind it that people understand that makes sense that allows room for the players to to interact in that world, awesome. That's great. And then you got to have a good storyteller and a good set of players that understand all that. It could be it could be a brilliant thing. I mean, I mean, Conan's a great example. There's been so many different, not just Conan specifically, but uh, what Astonishing Swords and Sorcerers of Hyperborea, yep. um, Barbarians of Lemuria. There's a, more than a handful of things based on all of those same kind of IPs that have brought, spawned out of there because the players can embrace the notions behind them and have fun with it, and that's a really cool thing. Yeah, and uh, what what I, what what I like is that uh, um, a lot of people. When when an I when an IP game comes out, uh, the very first comment is "Gerps did it first. <laughs> it's kind of like saying Simpsons did it first, you know. Like uh, a, a lot of people said that when uh, when the Firefly or Serenity or did they call it Serenity or Firefly? The, the it was it was Firefly Serenity Firefly was a movie. tabletop RPG came out. Like, well, I did that in Gerps already. You know, Gerps did it yeah. first. I mean, I mean, I mean, Gerp, Gerps is. GURPS is GURPS. It's made to do that, you know? But it's made to do, it's, it's a modular system that's made to kind yeah. of account for just about any kind of play style or world. It, it's, it's, it's just like Champions is. It's a system to build a system within. Right. And uh, look, uh, OGGM says, some IPs just do not work as RPG. Men in Black or Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters, no, doesn't work at all. Does not work at all because there is no way to justify not being with the main characters of the IP. There's no way. I don't no I don't way. know. Like I can, no, I can, no, this you where, have to run into them. You this have is this to. is where it's going to get weird. Let's let's say the Ghostbusters world exists, right? Let's say that the Ghostbusters are a thing. Some years down the road, the you know, the original team has developed the technology so that ghosts could be busted wherever they may occur. And suddenly you have more of a tongue-in-cheek call of Cthulhu game. 
I suppose if it's written extremely yeah. well, I mean, it, it, that'll it, work it's, out. it's 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 expanding on the IP. It's taking the original IP and then making something out of it. You'd have to put work into it, but you right. could. Kind, I think you could have fun with something like that. But if you you're could. to do it like as Ghostbusters exist as Ghostbusters, it basically like here's your player card. You're playing Egon today. Here's your skills. We're doing this. There you are. Yeah, but that's you know that that's what I envisioned the game to cheap out as. You know, but uh, but Men in Black, on the other hand, I have to disagree with Mark Hawkman uh, saying Men in Black is the idea. It's a global organization. Hundreds of agents. Yes, you will never meet Agent K. You know, you, there are hundreds of MIBs in the world. Yep. You can do your own thing and never be affected by anything that happens in the main IP. So this this is the the definition of uh, of an IP with with room for all. You know, you can you can fit your player characters in there and never have to interact with the with the main IP characters. That'll that's, work. That's, that's a neat difference too. Like if we're like say Ghostbusters versus Men in Black. Men in Black yeah. already exists as an IP where there's a world you can put these things in. It's yeah. not to say that a more limited IP like Ghostbusters couldn't work. It's just that as the IP exists, there's not that room yet. Exactly. Make yes. it happen. Same with like if we were to go back to talk about like Halloween or Friday the Thirteenth, you could make that work as an expanded thing and make the IP more broad, but you'd have to put in work to justify some yep. things to give the players a place to exist. Yes, I mean uh, you uh, you would have to deviate from the IP significantly to make the world big enough to fit players outside the main storyline. Whereas in Men in Black, you don't. Yeah, you know, like horror, fran horror franchise. The best way that, like to conceptualize that is look at Dead by Daylight, where they've taken licensed IP characters and put them into this this effective deathmatch thing. But they do it with a lot of story and lore that makes sense. It gives it this expanded universe, which mm -hmm. is honestly kind of neat. So it's something that can be done, but just because an IP exists doesn't mean that it would work on its own. No, no. Like Indigo Dragon's idea would be to get the Ghostbusters group as their own ghostbusting franchise in a different city. This is this is after. Uh, after Vigo, you know, where, where the, um, in, in, in between Ghostbusters one and, and was it two or is it between two and uh, yeah, in, in between, between one and two, they, they were, they were, you know, they, they couldn't bust anymore, blah, 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 stuff like that. Then, then, uh, then they, they saved the city again and then they were heroes. And then, you know, maybe ghosts are now appearing not just in New York, but everywhere else. And you have to open it. You have to open franchises like like the McDonald's of, of Ghostbusters in in Milwaukee. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, that would, you could you could do some cool episodic things with that. Or you could have like an overarching thing like a Vigo S character. That's like I am I am this evil entity of negative vibes and I'm bringing all these other things into the area. You could you could have a lot of fun with you that. You could do that. But, but again, that, that is, that is substantially adding to the established IP you have to add to make it work yep. as a TTRPG. Whereas the stuff we talked about earlier, Conan, Dune, uh, even, even men in black, we talked about now, Star Trek, Star Wars, all of that. You don't have to add anything. You just, exactly. it yeah, it just fits. Uh, let's see. This says, uh, yeah, I said earlier, I would say if a hero is one of a kind, then no, it won't work. But if a hero is one of many, then yes, that that I take that to mean like uh, like you 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 brought up uh, Dragonlance. Yeah, um, you can be a knight of Salamnia and never meet Huma. You mm -hmm. can be a wizard of the white robes and never meet just Justarius. You can do you could do all that. 
You could do all that because the world is big enough to support that. But if there is, you know, if, if the world isn't small enough that you have to be around the, the main plot of the original IP all the time, then no, you're right. It doesn't work at all. Yeah. Um, I, th I think a way, way to look at that might be is, is, is the IP based around specific characters or is it based around the characters it doing something in a world? Like right. Dragonlance, for example, the IP, there's the world there. You can take the characters out. The world still exists without the characters. Ghostbusters, take away the busters. You just got New York City. You just got ghosts. And you now you could be playing that's not really else. anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just don't let any of the peckers from the Environmental Protection Agency near your ghost busting headquarters. Good pro tip. Pro tip. This man has no D. Okay. All right. So, yeah, uh, it, it seems like a chat agrees with us that uh, to make a successful tabletop role playing game, based on an intellectual property that intellectual property for the most part has to already have built in enough world building and enough space to fit your characters away from the main storyline unless that's exactly what you want it's exactly what everyone wants if not you should live a, live apart if you don't have that room in the world and have to significantly change the world for the role-playing game to make that happen, probably not going to be a good time. Yep. All right. Yep. All right. And that is all for segment two. I want to thank everyone for, for joining us. If you're watching live, don't leave because now is your time to jump in. If you're watching on, again on Memorex, then this next part you're not going to see because this behind a paywall. This is where the viewers can come on the show, ask us questions, comments, yell at us, internet kiss us, whatever. And uh, we, we do what we can to make them happy. So uh, everyone watching on Memorex, see you later. Everyone live will be with you in just a second. All right, I have to go to the little heathen dog's room and I'm sure Sauce Miles wants to get up, take a break for a sec. So give us a give us a couple minutes, people, and then we, I will send out the link and then you can come on the show, ask us questions, give us your concerns. We will answer them to the best of our ability. All right, stand by, we'll be back.
Okay, I am back. Sauce Mouse is not back yet, but that's fine. I'm going to send out the invite to everyone in chat. Click on this link. You don't need a camera. All you need is a microphone. And you are good to go. So anyone who has any questions about... Uh, um, what you think about uh, organic character generation or uh, complete control or min-max character generation? Tell, talks about that. If yeah, you, come, uh, come tell me that I chose wrong by picking Bobby. I dare you. <laughs> That's sorry, I dare you. you better justify it. You better justify yourself. But yeah, you, you can tell me it was wrong. Or you want to talk about uh, your favorite uh, role-playing IP and why? And why you think it works? Or if you think that... Uh, that uh, we were wrong about about some of the ones we talked about. That'd be great too. So anyone wants to come in, just come on in. Use that link and jump on in. If not, hey, that's fine too. You don't got it. Yeah, I, I, I have kind of like a, a side question in the meantime. Thinking oh, about wait, like we got, we got more Hawkman. We got oh okay. Never mind. Got, I'll save it for later. Let's add him in. Hello, more Hawkman. Uh hello. What do you got for us today? Thing I was just thinking, I was thinking of while you were talking about the whole uh, min-max versus organic character development thing. It's sure. to me, an ideal um, game setting is one where min-maxing makes your character good at a specific thing, but doesn't change their general effectiveness overall. Mm. See, that's the problem with min-maxing. If you're actually doing it like the like the title suggests, you literally are worse at everything else. Yep. Well, I mean, like that that Kenku example that I was uh, I mentioned on Discord and several previous uh, mm -hmm. times is that you know that specific NPC um, group because there was more than one of them that they were all functionally the same, you know. <laughs> They're swordsmen with their stats into being really good swordsmen, even though they're level one scrub NPCs that in theory shouldn't be a real threat. <laughs> well, NPCs are different and, and NPCs are paper people. I mean, to be fair, their their obstacles to be overcome or gotten around. They don't really need depth. Right, right, right. But so min-maxing them is fine. Well, I'm just using them as an example of, yeah. you know, a uh, case of the stats being like hyper focused because the mm -hmm. fact that the King Q literally had no abilities other than hitting you with a sword. Like, right. if you, like if as a player character, you know, you're like you're a fighter, you carry around a sword, you hit people with it. And yeah, there's there's a big difference though in in NPCs versus versus the players though, right? An NPC that's designed to hit you with a sword is going to do just that. If you design a player character to hit somebody with a sword, they're going to do that, but they also have to exist in a world where they have the potential to be able to do other things. They're just now going to suck at it, but they're well, still going to be in those situations. That, that, that's exactly what I was getting at, though. Is that you know, it's that yes, it's technically a viable way to build a character. It's just that you know, for a player character, I mean. Yeah, for so so what 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 you're saying is uh, for a player character, you believe that specialization is as far as you should go. Min maxing, I mean, is probably not 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 a not a good thing. 
if you start the character creation process by deciding that you want, you know, to have, well, basically like you, you decide what you want your build to be when you're, you know, max level before you actually create the character. Yeah. That, that's not organic character. Yeah, okay, I get it. I get it. Like, like if if you plan out the entire life of your character from level one to twenty. Yeah, that's sort of. Yeah, thing. that's that's always a bad idea. Always, a, yeah. you're right on that. Always a bad idea. That that is something that should be just nixed right off the bat because life life happens and your plans are going to change. I mean, well, so yeah, I get that. One of my uh, experience with with playing D and D fifth. Well, no, no. Uh, but, but before you say that, I'm going to bring in the OGGM. Oh, cool. and, and see what he has to say. There we are. Hey, there he is. Hey, what do you good morning, everybody. How are you? Or afternoon here. Yeah, whatever. Who knows? But we, oh, yeah, uh, we're discussing the, 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 the never-ending battle of min-max versus organic characters. Yep. I, I got to, you know, toss in that on paper, obviously a min-max character feels better, especially in a system that's, you know, designed to reward that plus five is better than plus four but i'm actually uh indigo dragon said that i think the system being played can lead a player toward being more min maxing or being more organic because if the system just like oggm said if the system itself does not punish you for not knowing how to build a fire why would you learn how to build a fire yeah if it if the system is instinctively designed to reward that then course but i mean i've also seen plenty of examples especially recently in the 5e universe where people have built that min max character and sure you know bongo the super archer was really great when with this character was in super archer scenarios but everything else <laughs> the guy's like i don't what am i supposed to do Lock i can't yeah 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 you 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 shot your wad all in one thing but you got to remember that even in a combat optimized game like D&D, there's a chance you might have to go to a ball and well, dance, you know? Or right, and that, that, that's exactly what I think Mar Hawkman was getting at. Uh, Min-maxing bad, specializing. Yeah, specializing. Good. You still need your basic life skills, dummy. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh, uh, well, yeah, with Mar Hawkman, I mean, a safe cracker is specialized in sure. cracking safes, but... Yeah. Obviously, he has other things he does besides just twenty four seven. I'm going, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't see, but it, but I can also think of just one example. And when I was in the game, where the guy just did the same thing, where he over specialized in boat building, and then found out there was no boat building in the game, and he's like, oh, God, what? Well, that's the game master's fault. It's like, dude, there's no boat building. In the yeah, game. It, 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 you got to go to like the example that we did earlier, like. Like it's hard to say that that Bobby was really min max too. He was very specialized, but I didn't put skills up to like ninety plus percent. Yeah, I right. kind of threw a little bit here and there around a general build. He was a very specialized character, but I wouldn't go as far as saying that he was fully min maxed either. Yeah, I don't think yeah. you can start the game above a certain level. Bobby uh, exists in a world where you can do other. You know, you could Bobby ex exactly. Can get a job he's 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 not specialized to the point that he's that he's crippled himself yeah. or stagnated yeah. himself he, into he, one thing. He could deliver letters for the post office. You know, he could bag groceries at the at the bonds. You know, right? Yeah. It's it's not like I've, I I went and I'm like, you know what? I want to I want max dex, max strength, max con. So let me put my intelligence, my education down to like ones and twos, and <laughs> and it's not like we're going that type of min maxing. 
<laughs> well, 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 one of the specific things that I was uh, uh, getting at with the D&D 5th edition thing is that um, warlocks apparently, you know, have like half of their character. Okay, probably less than half, but they, they have a ridiculously large number of um, things that, where if you don't choose Eldritch Blast as one of your starting skills, oh, you're yeah. kind of screwed. Yeah, I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot with uh, with warlocks. Like if if you don't if you don't take Eldritch Blast, you're not playing a warlock right. I hear that so much, which is kind of sort of the reason why I tried doing it the other way. And then I'm like, wait a second. Okay, so people get mad at you. Well, people were like, why did you do that? And like, well, uh, this is why. I mean, this is a character who you know doesn't like light she's literally photophobic <laughs> all right then yeah i mean but people are but you know a, a, mo a lot of players nowadays are like you just gimped yourself and because of that you're hurting the party well and they, and they'll get mad at you for that the, the, the thing is stupid so is I'm, I'm going on the record saying that's dumb the, the, that's wrong the, 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 the but, weird thing here, though, is that when you look at the things at level one that you have available to you when creating the character at first, you don't see that. <laughs> you, you you see two skills that are about the same in like, OK, this one or that one. Yeah, I go with that one. And, you know, it's just like one of those things just like, oh, why is the system designed that way? I don't know. But but that, that, that goes with what he was saying about how, you know, the system may or may not encourage min-maxing because, you know, some systems, you know, it's like, okay, you do 20 damage to the enemy versus the min-max character who does 25. I mean, that's okay. It's a difference, right. but it's not going to like make or break your party. Right. Right. I get it. And you know what, uh, looking back, have, having, uh, hearing you, hearing me talk that and, and hearing what, uh, sauce mouse and OGGM have said, perhaps call of Cthulhu was a bad pick for for min maxing because even if you don't have any points in a skill there is a they give you a base 5 25 40 for climb because everyone was a kid you know yeah. everyone climbed fences i mean if you, you know, want to you have you have a you have a base 10% chance with a with a with a th hitting someone with a rock because you've thrown rocks before yeah, I mean, if if we did like like a point build Palladium character or something, it would it could have been completely different. That that you get so hyper specialized in, yes. yeah, exactly how you want it to be. Or uh, champions, champions, or champions. Yep, champions. Yes, you could you could hyper specialize in champions so much so that you wouldn't be able to feed yourself. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Call of Cthulhu has the has the uh, has the fallback position to where everyone gets a five percent credit score. Everyone, everyone, everyone gets a fifty percent chance to punch people. You know, it, it, like it is kind of interesting though that it, that it shows that the the organic thing you can do it and you make a serviceable character. But yes. but that particular system because it has those baselines in it already, it actually works out better to not min max per se, but to specialize your character in that particular right. method. It just works in that system. That's true. That's true. But you know, for uh, for for some games, uh, min maxing is built into well, hyper specialization. I'm not gonna say min maxing. Hyper specialization is built into it. For example, Earth Dawn. I I'm I can only speak of first edition because that's all I played. So there you go. But uh, each discipline is 
is their their magic is hyper specialized. I am an archer. All of my magic is for archering. Mm -hmm. You have skills like building a fire, uh, hunting. Well, that's actually half magic for archery because you know you pew, hunting. I am a wizard. All of my magic is specialized toward the wizarding. I can read. I can also try and build a fire. I have that skill. Yay. You know, stuff like that. But it's all, but you, you, uh, you shore up everyone's weakness by having one wizard, one warrior, one archer, one sword master. You know, you have a party of five. They're all five different specialties, but together they can do anything. Well, you know, that's, that's something we haven't really talked about specifically too, is, is when you're making a character, are you, are you making it on your own without the, without knowing what anybody else is doing in a vacuum? Or are you there sitting around a table talking with your buddies? Like, okay, I'm going to do this. If you're making the fighter, I'm going to make the wizard. Why don't you make the ranger? And then we'll have complementary skill sets. There you go. There you go. That is the best way to, to build an adventuring party is with the game master day zero, everyone at the table. Okay, what do you want to make? What do you want to make? What do you want to make? Well, all of you want to make a fighter. We could do that, but you see the issues here? And they're like, yeah, we see the issues. Okay, who's willing to go with their number two? Well, that, that's then, an interesting you know, Because, you know, to use the uh, Lord of the Rings example, how many people would you consider fighters from their party? Well, Boromir... Um, Ormir's fighter. Uh, Aragorn was a ranger. Obviously, they called him a ranger, so he was a fighter class. Um, Gimli and, and Legolas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Le Le Legolas would be would be an archer fighter class. Gimli would be a, a dwarf fighter class. So yeah, they were mostly fighters. They had they had, they had wizard, and then they had the the uh, no no class hacks of the hobbits. <laughs> And theirs was done in a, in, a, in a clever way, though, because we're, we're looking at fighters as a broad umbrella term, too. They really kind of had subclass specializations amongst them. Right, right. It's one thing if you have, like, everyone is a, a sword and board fighter. That yeah. that might you run into issues. But if one person is, you know, focusing on, you know, a fighter that uses bows, one dual wields, one is good at track. You know, like, you can, like, yeah. subspecialize within those. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean Legolas, Boromir were both swordsmen. Very good with swords, quite frankly. But you know, one of them used used a great sword that uh, with a two handed grip. Did the other use a dual? They're not scimitars, but something kind of like scimitars. Saber. Yeah, in, in between a regular sword and a short sword, it was weird. But yeah, I get and it. Are we talking movie Legolas or book Legolas? Probably book. Because movie Legolas was a god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's true. I he's not right. No. Yeah, physics. Basically, walk that, on that, air. You know, that, 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 I, I kind of headcanon that that he actually did have some sort of minor magical talent for. Well, all else did, but yeah. Well, yeah. That yeah. That, that, that that he was using for like controlling his uh, but kind of not lim not true. Brockman, I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, Legolas was a uh, Earthdawn archer. That's it. Yeah. That, well, that was it. That, that's what he was. That's what he was. That's what he was. I mean, it, it go, look up, look up first edition Archer, read it and go, yeah, okay, that was him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that, it, it, it's just one of those things which like, like examples, like there's like several different ways to do something that's very, very similar in, in, in the system with, you know, reasonable diversity, that is. Right. Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, hang on. Uh, Indigo Dragon has a has a question here. Um, I think the question yet to be asked, unless I missed it, is why someone would choose to min max or be more organic. Does the game need a life path to be organic? That is a fair question. That is a fair question, and I touched on it with Call of Cthulhu. Call of Cthulhu does not require a life path type. Uh, uh, character generation process because of the safety nets that are put into the skills. There is a base skill. Even if you put no points in, you get a base amount of skill. But there are many other games, like we were talking about uh, Champions, where we're, uh, we're talking about uh, a lot of Palladium stuff. We're talking about lots of other games that have none of these safety nets. Like if you don't take any points in this skill, you literally can't do it. You cannot even attempt it. Palladium still gave you some backgrounds. Oh yeah, yeah. Pal Palladium gave you gave you some background. Yeah, like they gave uh, you nice handy tables too, though. Yeah, yeah. But uh, but uh, stuff like champions and the hero system yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. If you didn't take it, you just don't get it. If yeah. you didn't take cooking at least a little bit, you can't cook. You can't feed yourself. Or, or like, I guess a, a lot of um, uh, tabletop RPGs take an approach to character classes that's similar to the way Final Fantasy does, where if you're a mage, you just don't do melee attacks. <laughs> In, yeah, I mean, I, I, I can I can think of like a couple examples of from personal experience why why one would be used more than another. Honestly, I mean, like okay. if I'm sitting down, we're doing like a session zero, we're probably going to min max at least to, to some extent, right? Make make the party work as a party we're going to try to fill each other's gaps and holes but yeah. sometimes like a life path or an organic setup works really well especially if you're doing like you know we got this new game we don't know all the ins and outs we don't even know how to min max but it has a system where we can just roll random stats and have a character it gives you something serviceable to work with That's it's also true. a nice way it's also a nice way like uh, um, a, a group that i used to run with we'd have a main campaign and then we would have one shots within that campaign and yeah. the one shots were often just single use throwaway characters and instead of putting a bunch of time and effort into like min maxing something out if i can make a character with like six or seven dice rolls and have a character that i'm only going to use once and don't have to think about ever again perfect like, it makes sense because it adds ease to the system without having to read the cover cover to cover and understand every single rule and, right. and of yeah. course you know yeah. the the life path thing is also kind of sort of like it, it gives you a skeletal framework of a backstory even if it doesn't you know fill in the, the lines Right. And there you go. That that's another thing. Games with with a built-in organic path or or life path make it a lot easier for game masters to create fully functional NPCs. Easily. Roll, 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 boom. There you go. Got a backstory, got an NPC, bartender, boom. There you go. And yeah. if the players want to engage the bartender, well, the bartender's got an actual life. I got it written down right here. I know how he's going to react to them doing this, doing that. I know how to answer that question. I I know he lost his mom, so so he's going to sympathize with a character who lost a parent. That's going to be great. So yeah, it really helps the game master if if the game has a built-in uh, or organic uh, creation procedure I, I forget with, who, with who, all who, of the NPCs and fleshing out their particular who, world. I forget who you told me this, but someone. I, in a comment I saw once mentioned that they liked doing stuff like that for NPCs because of the fact that it often resulted in character traits that players would be surprised by because it's literally random. 
So yes. The, so the the uh, DM doesn't have to like logically think out an explanation for this ahead of time, and and instead basically shoehorns it into the world in a way that the players aren't going to see coming. Like for example, you know, like the well, an example from Star Trek actually. Um, there's a scene in Star Trek: The Next Generation where uh, some sort of a fight breaks out in Ten Forward. What happens? Guinan pulls a rifle out from. Oh, that's the right! Ball. I remember. She pulls this alien rifle that shoots green bursts of disruptor energy into the ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, wait a second, she did uh, what? But that—that's that, the sort of like random thing. It's like, oh, this uh, person um, learned this somewhere. Yeah, she was a fully fleshed out NPC. Mm -hmm. She had a life before she decided to tend bar on the Enterprise. And, and the, the, the game master or writer in this case, put that in there. And later on, she was used, utilized more first with the Borg and then with time travel and all that stuff. Yes. But it's, it's because she had a backstory. She had a backstory built in, even though in the beginning, she was just the wise bartender that you, that you came to your, you know, with your troubles. Even Q was afraid of God. And yes, they did not explain that in the uh in in the show and they don't explain that in the in this in this Star Trek Adventures book either on why why Q and and Guinan's race don't get along and and why Guinan thinks that seeing Q and then doing this and 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 making Q go get that thing away from me what the hell is this? Is this like Emperor Lightning? What do you have, Guinan? What is what is this? Well, I wanted they, to know so bad, but they never told me. It pissed me off. They, they, they did that's part of her background. They did sort of imply that Guinan's race, the Elarians, have some sort of psionic powers. Yes, they're also extremely long-lived, obviously, because there was an episode where she was hundreds of years in the past and looked the same. But yeah. Oh, M uh, Misa says uh, some mysteries are best left unsolved. Never! I want all mysteries solved, damn it. I want to know. But I want um, to know. I mean, because it's hinted that when Guinan says that the Elarians are a race of listeners, that's not physical listening. It's yeah, it, it, it sounds like like at either you know low level or maybe even high level telepathic ability. Yeah, it does sound like that. Like, yeah. like you know, uh, she talks to someone and just absorbs what they're thinking. That could them. be. Could be, but anyway, anyway, we're 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 getting way off way off yeah. the topic now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anything else about uh, established IP stuff, or uh, or organic versus min max? Oh, um, well, with established IP stuff, that that whole thing with the uh, Friday the Thirteenth one is like sometimes third parties get involved in ways that don't make a whole lot of sense to you as the player of the uh, of the, uh setting, and you know, I mean. Sometimes you really can't do anything about that, I guess. Mm. Um, but oh, the, the aliens versus predator stuff. Some of those mm. got really, really, really into it. Yeah, I was wrong on that one. <laughs> <laughs> you dropped the ball on that one. I was. I thought they were in the same. They were canon, but I guess they're not anymore. Or, or they are in some version, but not all versions. I don't know. From yeah, the IP is strange on that one. But but so, so some of the aliens versus predator stuff actually you know works with like actually like 
puts both of them together in a way that like seriously works very well. Well, yeah, I mean, if if you think about it, a universe, uh, a, a a universe where the ultimate hunter, which is the the the, the predator species, would go after the the ultimate. Um, uh, I want to say, uh, well, like the ultimate apex predator. Yeah, yeah, the like, like, like the 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 uh, nat natural apex predator. The the ultimate hunter would want to hunt that the most dangerous animal ever. So it makes sense that they would come together at some point. Well, also, th both of the original uh, films uh, with those implied, shall we say, a rather expansive, you know universe beyond the earth yeah because yeah. like with the one of the predator ships you look inside the ship and this guy has this collection of skulls from alien monstrosities right from all over the galaxy or universe well, or whatever I mean, yeah they, so they, they, they explain that <laughs> they explain that in the expanded avp universe i mean so okay. that the, the 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 aliens the xenomorphs are, are hybridized with whatever whatever they lay eggs in, whatever the face right. hugger attaches yeah. to, right? So that's why the skulls are different. But the, the predators, it's a rite of passage for them to go out and hunt a xenomorph on a planet. That is that's how they become an actual predator of a certain status is to do oh, that. Right, so like right. The first Coming AVP the film, story. for example, yeah. the first AVP film are a bunch of child predators. That's a terrible thing to say. Wow. Well, that, no, uh, a, bunch, about... a bunch of un... Of un um, untested, untested predators. That trained, are, but untested. Let's yeah. Say, say young adults. That sounds like young. Movie. Yeah. Let's. So they're they're a bunch a bunch of predators that haven't gone through their rites of passage yet, and that's what they're doing in that first movie. Is they have a breeding site, and they go to the breeding site, and they unleash hell to see if they can survive it and get a kill, and that's what they have the, the notches and marks for. It's it's a really cool kind of system, and and Heathen Dog's absolutely right. Why would they not want to go after like this ultimate apex creature? and take it down to show that they are the the most absolute best hunters ever. It's really cool and it works until you start thinking about the alien universe as it exists apart from the predators yeah, where the aliens are completely different creatures. Like the, yeah. the xenomorph is a totally different life form. Yes, correct. All right, uh, let's see what else we got here going on in chat. Nothing big in chat right now. Not, not that I can show Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about it okay uh anything else gentlemen i mean we we could wax poetic about various ips for you know in theory oh, yeah. but i was I had, I had a time filler question that was that was just up based on ip things like thinking about ips that of, of games that don't exist is there any ip that would make for a good ttrpg that might not already be out there did, did they wait make one for stargate because you know I think they did. They, they did make one for Stargate. Yeah, they did. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah. I, I reviewed it a couple years ago. There's a lot. There's a lot uh, of YouTube Stargate that everybody, that everybody forgets about. You know, I mean, <laughs> there is a Ghostbusters RPG and a Men in Black RPG and a Xena yep. versus Hercules RPG. Yes, there is a RPG. Yeah, but none of them were good. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them one-hit wonders. <laughs> Of, yeah, of none of them were good. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, I'm going to point back to Dallas, the RPG. Dallas, yes, Dallas, they're all playing game. Uh, uh, Indigo says Stargate's getting a new one. Uh, the, the old Stargate one, I believe, was based on 3.5. Yeah, that sounds three or 3.5. Yeah, three or three. No, was, I think it was 3.5. It was, it was, I think it was based on 3.5. Uh, 
and uh, I, I reviewed it and uh, I liked it fine. I mean, uh, I liked, yeah, my, my fault says three, five. Yes. Um, I liked uh, Star Wars, Star Wars better, which was also based on three, five, but I thought the book was put together better. But uh, yeah, it, it's the, if, 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 if you like the, the, the Star Wars D20, you'll like the Stargate D20 systems are virtually identical. The, the Star Wars book is put together better, but functionally they're the functionally that they're the same. So, you know, if you like 3.5 and you want to play in the Stargate universe, it's a good book. Yeah. It's a good book. You, you'll, you'll have fun. It's fine. Uh, Charlotte says, uh, let me save you some reading. The Alien Skull in Predator 2 was originally just supposed to be a fun little Easter egg for the fans. Then it turned into this whole thing. Probably. <laughs> probably true, yeah. Probably true. Probably. There is also one thing that a lot of fans have taken to be... Okay, it's technically not a uh, T-Rex skull, but it looks enough like a T-Rex skull that people are like, ooh. It's just like huge, like six-foot-long centerpiece skull. And you're like, what the heck is that? <laughs> Well, I mean, they, they did establish that the Predators have been visiting Earth throughout history, you know, and the books and the comics do explore that more. Well, I, I like the implication that there are, you know, like hundreds of planets that the Yacha have uh, visited over the decades. And, yeah. you know, we're one of them. Yeah. They just, you know, we're the most tasty. So that's why they keep coming back. Well, one of the comics actually made this um, clarification in Predator Society that after meeting humans, the Predators created a new word in their language to describe humans because humans were the only race they'd ever encountered that was technically weaker than them, but other than that, more or less equals. Because, they, you know, like they, they have words for predator, prey, and there's something in between that they use to describe humans. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, the, the Klingons didn't have a word for surrender till they met Kirk. Oh, yeah, look at that. <laughs> Which, you know. Uh, okay. I, I, don't, I really got nothing to say about that. I mean, I, I, I don't want to <laughs> jump into Enterprise and yeah. all that stuff, but whatever. Yeah. Some, yeah, the IP, if done right, beyond the movies can sometimes be way better than the movies. I mean, the original Alien RPG explored a lot of stuff that I'm wondering, you know, if Free League will be able to get because those, like, you know, those rights aren't, you know, because like, because the, you know, um, the original RP, the original Aliens RPG had a lot of stuff from it that was like cut out of the first two movies that they got the rights to. But I don't know, is Free League going to get those rights? Yeah. To those the footages like they showed in the original RPG what aliens eat <laughs> and other stuff that the colonial marines had that were cut out of the movies. So I don't know where that is in relation to the copyright, but it was definitely interesting and answered a lot of questions. Which is that, of course, Promethe Prometheus totally said, <laughs> "Nope." Uh, <that's> <laughs> Yeah, uh, Indigo Dragon says uh, Mass Effect and Harry Potter, two IPs that a lot of people have wanted as RPGs. Okay, yeah. both yeah, Mass Effect that. and Harry Potter, Mass Effect more so, but Harry Potter, sure. 
is big enough to hold player characters that never meet main characters. Yeah, is is there really? I'm actually kind of surprised there's not a Harry Potter TTRPG. Well, that seems uh, like it would fit right in there. J.K. Yeah, Rowling has, has tight control of of how her Karen, how I her mean, stuff changes formats. She has tight control over that. So if she doesn't want an RPG to happen, it's never going to happen. I used to play the Avengers Alliance game. And while talking on the forums about it, people made an observation about Disney-owned IPs that Disney just seems to not want to have any IPs where players create characters. They want to have players interact with established ip characters as much as possible and see that's exactly what they don't want yeah <laughs> yeah oh stop it stop it of course it's for money of course it's for money yes because because if if you if you if you never interact with uh, with established ip characters you may not have to pay as much i don't know yeah we're talking disney now so yeah this is disney so they're they, they actually changed copyright law to, to to make sure they kept a monopoly so there you go and well, 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 that was one of the observations people made about um, literally every officially uh, published game under Disney. And is that, you know, you don't. Oh, my God. Hang on. Look at that. My fault says there is. Official no. or. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, it's, I it's called Hogwarts. I don't. It doesn't look like it's officially licensed. It doesn't look like it's officially licensed. I mean, there, there's there's an officially licensed um, Fallout game coming out, but there's like eight unofficial ones. So. Right. Yeah. Hang on, I gotta I gotta check this out. I gotta check this out. I I can't copy and paste with the inside Streamyards. It sucks. So D B B. The, the the web the website itself looks sketchy. I mean. Well, it, it's not. It's from itch.io, so it's it's all independent developers for various things. It, it it looks to me like 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 someone's uh unofficial homebrew creation yeah i think it'd be more big news if yeah if let's yeah yeah listening. let's let's put let's put this up on the screen just for funsies yeah, it's got a big old disclaimer there neither it nor this page is in any way authorized approved licensed or endorsed by jk rowling bloomsbury publishing scholastic press or warner brothers entertainment all yep. copyrights and trademarks referenced herein are the property of their respective owners it's, this yeah, is a a homebrew fan game. game homebrew okay Yep, that's complete homebrew game. Yep. Which isn't I mean it could it could be very well done. I don't know, but it's yeah, not a it could be fun. Who knows? I don't know. Probably not. Well, but it could well, be fun. Well, well, let's let's put it this way. Uh how did D&D come to be? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. All right. So yeah, there you go. So, uh I think uh that's a uh, that's a that's a good deal for today. Uh, thank you, Mar Hawkman. Thank you, OGGM, for coming by. Really appreciate it. Always happy. Plus, I gotta, you know, shill my new product. Oh yes, you gotta shill your new product. Is that is that on Drive Through RPG? Drive Through RPG. It's free. All right. All right, throw throw the link in the chat. Do it. <laughs> Do it. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how to use chat. Oh, oh, oh! Where's my walker? Oh. <laughs> uh, Hawkman, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. I will see you later, OGGM. Uh, bef before you leave here completely, uh, go ahead and throw your link in so everyone can get a hold of your of your stuff. I have to go to the other chat. What's it on? Okay. Talk to you guys later.
There you go. I didn't mean to kick you out. All right. I'm like, wait, is this over? We're done. Okay, fine. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. I'm just, I'm just, you know, hanging out with the hoi polloi over here backstage. There it is. All right. Let's see what else. Uh, another official RPG. No, no official RPGs. Elder Scrolls. Based on the, based on you the know, game. Yeah. Kind of interesting. Indigo Dragons brought this up a few times uh, with both Elder Scrolls and, and Mass Effect previously. There's a lot of video game ips that are very expansive worlds that would make sense that don't have anything to them right you i mean elder scrolls would be a prime example of that there's yeah, there's true. so yeah. much expensive lore to that but it's already so well established as a digital role-playing game that i don't know if it would translate well probably not the brazen beastman of bill's water on dms the oh the dm's guild by the OG. Oh, it's DM's Guild. I can't visit the DM's Guild. I feel dirty afterward. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank everyone coming by. I want to thank you, Sauce Mouse, for joining me today and helping me with this little experiment. Yeah, of course. It was fun being here. It was fun to kind of go through and uh, work on some stuff and and uh, really kind of get into the nitty-gritty of Call of Cthulhu. That was really fun. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to send you the PDFs of both your characters. So nice. you'll have them for later. It's like, no, 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 no. You already made a character. We know who you're. You, we... Oh, no, no, no. You, but you, you want to watch the process. I got a video. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't cheat at all. Right, right. <laughs> it's an organic so, character, I swear. I swear it. Completely organic. Look, I got a video of it. <laughs> <laughs> so first, I want to thank our monetary backers, our Twitch subscribers, cheers, uh, YouTube members, and super chatters. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. If you're subscribed for uh, Subscribestar or, or PayPal, thank you very much. And for everyone who's just viewing, everyone's just watching, the viewers, subscribers, chatters, and lurkers, thank you, especially and all the parts where we're talking about the IPs and your favorite IPs and, and homebrew IPs that you found for us. Thank you. And if for some reason, some reason, you don't want to give me money, number one, think again start over. If you still come to the same conclusion, then fine. You can uh, look at the link below. If you're going to Twitch, if you're looking at Twitch, look at the link below. There's the wounded warrior project that helps veterans uh, come, come back from a serious injury, either it be external, internal and help them become uh, uh, not only useful, but productive members of society propping us up yet again. So I want to, I want you to do that instead and then I'll be okay with it. That's fine. Also, I would like to uh, show you again all of our uh, all of our links here. Like I said, left side social and merch. Right side, get this video. Well, maybe not this video, but video is very much like this one. LegionMyth.tv on Twitch, YouTube, library. It's going away, but Odyssey they're merging. Library and Odyssey are merging. So there you go. And uh, that is about it. That is a that's I thank everyone. That was a great show. And uh, Sauce Mouse, do you have anything to say to all the nice folk? Um. Well, first off, who said they're nice? I, I imagine they are. Okay, okay, we can imagine they're nice. Well, uh, thank thank you for having me again. It was super fun, and I don't know. Have a great Sunday. Don't be a dick. Hey, there you go. Part, parting words. <laughs> That's for parting words. Those are pretty good. 
<laughs> All right. I would like to thank everyone who came by. Really appreciate it. Uh, if you uh, if you have uh, if you have your own opinion and you didn't say it here, that's fine. Uh, go ahead and do it in YouTube later on. And uh, we will respond to you as much as we can. Jump on the Discord. We will respond as much as we can. But more importantly, everyone have a wonderful weekend. And remember, be a legionnaire.